Oh, what are we talking about? What are you, high? Sports. If they know what they're talking about, then I like it. Yo, it's the Skies and Lemmy Radio Sports Talk. It's your boy, Boots, and we finna talk some sports. Satisfy the demand. We want it now! Entertain with no sideline. That's right! I love it. Call the guys. Call the guys. Act the cooler. Act the cooler. And bring the grill. And bring the grill. Attention, this is an emergency. This is not a test. A tornado warning has been issued. Please do take heed. Get in your tornado shelters right now. We can't stress this enough. Strong gust of defense and lightning speed will be in full effect tonight. Also, be on the lookout for touchdown belts and hard hits. Big plays and big game. Let's go. So batten down the hatches and take cover as the STLR Sports Talk crew brings you Booker football coverage live from Tornado Alley and beyond. A new head coach, but a continuation of an era as head coach Baraka Atkins and the Booker Tornadoes start the 2019 season with a kickoff classic, basically a scrimmage here at Lakeland Kathleen. Thank you for joining us for the third season of Booker High football coverage brought to you by STLR Sports Talk. Chad Brockoff along with Craig Wiley Jr. and the second generation Tornado, Derek Fugers. And Craig, this game may not count, but good luck telling those kids that who've been working all summer lifting weights and running and two weeks of practice. Oh, for sure. I mean, Lakeland was already out here pregame. They're getting hyped up. They're, they're on the field. They're uh, ready to do their thing. About to come out through their little uh, a tunnel, if you will, over here on our right-hand side. Uh, they're they're definitely Booker, a little late arriving because of the <laughs> weather down in Sarasota, but we have a beautiful night here at Johnny Johnson Stadium. Derek, your thoughts as we get ready to tackle the Red Devils and the 2019 season. You know, we were a little worried. You know, we thought that the rain was going to be a bit of a factor here tonight, and I don't want to speak a little too early. We're going to knock on wood here. But, you know, just like Chad said, it's a great night for football. The weather is not that hot. I mean, we're sweating in here in the booth a little bit because we don't have AC in working. But still, it's a great night for football. The field's nice. It's not too wet. They said it's been raining here all day long, but they said their field they, does a great job on taking on water. And you can see it out there, man. There's no, there's no wet spots. There's no muddy spots. And here comes the Lake of Kathleen Red Devils. The Red Devils, correct, Chad? Red Devils, that is correct. The alma mater of one Ray Lewis. Yes, I was going to let you go ahead and finish that one yes, also. Sir. There we go. Any award-winning journalist for a Sawyer. I used to watch him in the morning on ABC and CBS, also a graduate of Lakeland Kathleen High School. The Red Devils are on the field, and we should be underway shortly. But, you know, I did talk to my dad. You know, he uh, Coach Kevin Futures off as a line coach over there. He said they've had a great couple weeks of practice. Nice. You know, uh, maybe a few slow weeks when school started out, but, you know, that's kind of happens. I mean, it happens everywhere. Kids get back to school, they get dragging, you know, and it kind of takes over into practice. But still, nonetheless, he said they've had a great couple weeks of practice. They got the numbers. It looks like they're getting a couple more kids coming in as soon as school starts. So, obviously, it's going to be a great season here for this Booker Tornado team. As we're still waiting for both teams to take the field, tornadoes look like they're ready. What's our official start time, gentlemen? I thought we'd be around 8.20. Looks like we're going to be a little bit earlier than that. I would say probably about here in two minutes, maybe 8.15 at the latest. And it looks like the Red Devils will kick off. 
Booker to receive. Tornadoes will be moving right to left on your device. Trying to get these numbers of two return men for the Tornadoes. Looks like that's number four and number two for the Booker Tornadoes. Jameer Hayes and Marquavius Simmons. Definitely got some new, new kick returners there than we did last year. Quite a few seniors last year for the Booker Tornadoes, so a little bit of a different roster. Some of the, the, the younger guys moved up on us. Few transfers in from other schools to the Booker Tornadoes. Yeah. You know, so obviously there's a, some good new faces on this team, and they do have the size here, so we're getting ready for kickoff. Jared Gonzalez is ready. He's going to run up to the football, and the 2019 football season is underway. It's going to be fielded around the 10-yard line by the return man. He's got some room before finally being brought down around the 27. Nice, nice return there. That is Marquavius Simmons, a senior running back slash wide receiver for the Tornadoes. And we will see the sophomore quarterback, Cleve Benson, for the first time this year, wearing number five this season. Benson took the starting quarterback role from King Winkfield and Eldrian Arnold as with the DeSoto game last year that the Tornadoes won 33 to nothing. Arnold seemed was more fit to do a little bit of everything, a jack of all trades for the Tornadoes last year. Benson working out of the shotgun. And off to Simmons. Simmons breaks off a tackle. It fights off another tackle. Looks like there's a flag on the play there, able to fight through some extra yardage. Might be a face mask. And actually, according to our roster, that's number eight, Jacquez Jones, at quarterback for the Tornadoes for that first play. But we all know it's Cleve Benson. <laughs> <laughs> our rosters are completely off, folks. Of course they are. Uh, we had to take a picture of the Lakeland Kathleen roster. We got it from the AM radio station here in town. And it looks like a face mask on the Red Devils. Wow. You know, great job by uh, Marquavius Simmons there, breaking a couple tackles. Two actually great tackles broken here. Uh, one defender had him down in the backfield, able to shake loose on that one and spring for a couple extra yards. So great job there by Simmons to stay tough and get some great yardage for the Tornadoes along with that face mask penalty. Ball will be exactly at the 50-yard line. 11 minutes, 10 Ooh. seconds, and ticking, and it looks like the Red Devils were caught offside there, couldn't get back in time. You know what, Craig Riley, what have, the, have been our biggest problems the past two seasons? <laughs> penalties. And, and and look what happened. We got two penalties so far on the opposing teams. So it, far, so good it, in the 2019 it, season. And it's funny because they did the uh, traditional finger point. Like, no, nah, it was them, it was them. They jumped offside. <laughs> Ball now at the 45 of Kathleen. We're under 11 minutes to play just starting here in the first quarter. Whoa, hole wide open up DeJuan the middle. Gordon. DeJuan Gordon with the big right up the middle handoff from Cleve Benson. He gets it all the way down to about the, what is that, about the 9-yard line? To about the 14-yard line if that 20 is accurate there, but who knows. Yes, it looks to be actually, yeah, about the 14-yard line there. So a gain of 36 for Gordon. Hand off again to Gordon. Same play it looks like. He gets and up he's right going to be away. bottled up. Lose maybe two yards on that one. Gordon's a guy who we've seen in some spot duty over the past couple of years. Uh, a, a younger a younger guy of the past, one of the upperclassmen now for the Booker Tornadoes. Showed some flashes of brilliance as a freshman toward the end of the season. Yes, kind of ran in that sophomore slump last year. Had a couple fumble-itis plays, you know, and he got hurt towards the end of the season, so he... Cut his season kind of early. So 
So it looks like it'll be about second and a long 11 from about the 15 and a half yard line of Lakeland Ooh. Kathleen. Ron got taller. Oh, not, definitely. Deron, Deron Glover, he got definitely got taller. Benson working out of the shotgun. snap. And he Smart gets play. right on Smart it. Play. Great play, Benson. You're going to lose about nine yards on that play. It's going to bring up third and about 20. You know, I love that play just for the fact that, you know, instead of picking it up, trying to make a play with it, lose extra yards, fall on it, regather yourself, get back to the line. Hopefully you can get this first down and maybe even a touchdown. So it looks like the line to gain will be the nine-yard line. I keep looking over there at your roster, and I realize I have one right here. We still we got some height on the uh, receivers. Maybe we uh, I, I say pass. we go jump ball here to the left side as we have one -on -one. two receivers. Better snap this time. Miles Benson looking. He's rolling right. He's not going to be able to throw it. He's going to have to pick up a short gain there, maybe three yards on the carry for Benson, bringing up a fourth down situation for the Tornadoes. Are and we going to see a kicking team? Be interesting to see. I don't think this is necessarily a gimme at the high school level for any kicker unless he's a four or five star. New kicker for the Tornadoes this year, Kevin Robello, a sophomore from the soccer team. I don't think it is. I see the defense lining up on the other side. They're, they're going to go for it right here. Yeah, Benson really didn't have much time to hold on to that ball and see if he can get rid of it. They were definitely looking to throw the ball there, but obviously uh, Cleve Benson did not have the time. So he had to scramble out of the backfield to try to make a play. Would be about a 40-yard field goal attempt. Benson working out of the shotgun, rolling to his left. Looking, looking, hoping not to run out of room toward the sidelines, lets it go, and it's going to be short and incomplete. The attended receiver, Dewan Gordon, the junior running back. Cleve and we got, a, we got a penalty flag, I believe. This might be holding against the I Tornadoes. I would think so. And it is going to be holding against the Tornadoes. White Hat has a confirmed. Cleve Vincent getting into a little bit of a jaw jacking back and forth with the Kathleen sideline. Great job by whoever that ball boy is pushing Cleve Vincent off to the sideline and getting them out of the way. And it's a little too early for the emotions to take over like that. So Yeah, absolutely. Especially in a, in a, a preseason football game. I like the energy, though. I like the energy. Definitely like the energy. In, in all reality, Chad, I think that was a great drive by the Tornadoes. A couple big plays, you know, two penalties helped them out on yardage plays there. But great run by Dewan Gordon. You know, another good win by Simmons as well. So, you know, so great drive by the Tornadoes. We're showing first down on the field as Lakeland Kathleen will take over for the first time. 8-16 to go oh, wow. in the first oh, wow. quarter. Nice tackle, nice open fig tackle by Quan Ash. Wow, because if he did not make that tackle, that's six points for Kathleen. Yeah, that was a huge hole right there, wide open for him. That's Jordan Gant with the run there all the way to the 45-yard line of the Red Devils. Quarterback is Shadarian Harrison. And Bubble we got a fumble in the backfield, and it's going to be recovered wow. by Harrison around the 36-yard line. So Kathleen lucky to get the fumble there, but a nine-yard loss bringing up second and 19 with 7.44 to go in the first quarter. No score here at Johnny Johnson Stadium on the campus of Kathleen High School in Lakeland. 
Was that 58 or 98 was in the backfield? Kind of it was 98. Was that 98? Okay. And we don't have a 98 on our most recent roster. Flag on the play. So going to be all sides. Looks like you want to go back and forth between us and the AM radio station here from Lakeland. They got a Kathleen roster. We've got Booker rosters. We got a picture of the Kathleen roster. So bear with us. So it looks like it was all sides on the tornado. So it's going to march them up five yards. So about second and 14 from the 41 of the Red Devils. Clock is moving once again. It is definitely the first game for everybody tonight. Harrison. Out of the shotguns, going to throw to his left. Short nice. screen is completed, Great but job. it's going to be a loss of a yard there. Great job by the Tornado's defense there. I believe that is Trey Henson that we remember from the basketball team, a late comer. Oh, wow. Some paperwork holdups last year all the way until the middle of basketball season cost him football and half of basketball. So making up for lost time is Trey Henson, junior defensive end. Harrison rolling to his right, short passes incomplete to Gant. Gant, the younger brother of Brandon Gant, one of the top safeties in high school last year, now at Florida State University. You know, I, I, even if that play would have connected, you know, Zepp uh, Zep Williams was right there to kind of clean him up. Hopefully he would have made the tackle, and it would have been a minimal game. So great job by the defense of the Tornadoes there, you know, able to – I'm not going to say they caused the fumble, but able to, 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 to miscue – the play to obviously make the punter and the, the quarterback run into each other, obviously. But still, great defensive stand by the Tornadoes there, able for Kathleen to punt this ball away. Return man is at about the 27 of the Tornadoes. And that is for, that is Jameer Hayes. So Gonzalez, the kicking specialist for the Red Devils, back to punt. He should take this snap at around the 27. Nice kick. Yeah, very high. Oof. And coming down with it and falling onto his back is Hayes. And it looks like the Tornadoes will set up shop inside their own 25-yard line. Second drive of the day for the Booker Tornadoes. Scoreless game here in the first quarter, 6.35 to go. Johnny Johnson Stadium on the campus of Kathleen High School. About where they started their last drive, Chad, Craig. And, you know, see if they can get those big gains that they did on the last drive here for the Tornadoes. Have you noticed anything up front that you can see a difference from last year? Because Gordon's run there to get them inside the 15 on the previous drive. That had to be orchestrated by the offensive it, line. It definitely was a big hole, but it seemed, it seemed like they gave up towards the end of the play drive there. Obviously, you know, giving up some big plays where Cleve Benson had no room to make a play. And Benson, he calls his own number, able to get about five uh, yards yeah. there, maybe six. But so it looked like every skill position player on the field was lined up to Benson's left and that's the way that they went essentially trip receivers and a running back to the left side of Benson there and a nice little run there on first down and that's exactly what you want to do put yourself in second and manageable looks like about second and three from the 30. One thing I want to see from this offensive line from this whole team uh, you know regardless if it's the secondary guys or the first area guys I want to see 100% throughout the entire game. They give up too easily, and that's what happened last year. We had a lot of guys give up on the offensive line to where it calls miscues in the backfield. Two receivers to Benson's right. He's going to fire, and it's going to be incomplete, intended for Hayes. And if Hayes would have caught that, he could have been off to the races. Yeah, definitely would have good. Uh, definitely would have got the first down there because he was one-on-one with -on -one, one guy. He makes that miss. That could be potentially six. We don't know really much about Jameer Hayes because 
You know, we really wasn't on the team last year, so we don't really know how fast he is, but he put some boosters on. That's six points right there, guys. He looked pretty uh, quick going out for that. Absolutely. A little quick sweep. You know, <clears throat> if, if Mouse can get that, get that pass pretty accurate, I feel like that could be a dangerous place for the Tornadoes. Two backs in the backfield with Benson. One to his left, one right behind him. He's going to roll back the pass. Fires to his left, and it looks like it's going to be complete to Gordon around the 35-yard line. Jameer Hayes actually. Excuse me, that was Hayes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. They're singling first down. Move the markers. That was a hard-thrown ball by Cleve Vincent there. It got to the place where it needed to be. They got the first down. Oh, wow. Let there be light, Craig Wiley says. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it got where it needed to be, and they got the first down. So great job by Cleve Vincent there. So Tornado's moving the chains early on. Still no score here. First quarter, 523 to go. Be first and 10 from the Tornado, 35. Booker wearing the gold helmets, white jerseys, purple numbers, purple pants tonight. I love this combination. Easier to read for sure. Probably my favorite combination. Booker moving right to left on your device. Benson's going to fire, and it's nice going to be complete pass. to Hayes. That's like about the 41-and-a-half-yard nice. line, the 42-yard line. So once again, another nice pick up there on first down, giving yourself a second and manageable, you know, second and three, second and four. You know, these are things that we didn't get to see last season because I'm not going to lie, last we two didn't seasons. really have quality and, and reliable receivers. And, you know, it's good to see that somebody like Hayes well, and Ron Glover can get outside. Did. I think we did have good mm. receivers, except for they just try to always go for the big play instead of the little chip plays. Benson's going to fire complete to Hayes. Hayes is going to be in Kathleen territory, oh. and he's going to trip around the 43-yard line of the Red Devils. Somebody somebody put on the sprinklers over a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about that same play. That's the exact same play that they missed on earlier in this drive. We just seen a little bit of his speed. They connected wow. it. We've seen his burst of speed. He makes a cut and trips. Obviously, you know, that could have been dangerous right there for the Tornadoes. But – for the first time in three years, we have a quarterback who's coming in as an experienced starter. Tried to make Talik Keaton a quarterback from the wide receiver Man. position in 2017. Last year, we had King Wingfield and Arnold before they eventually gave way. Oh, come on. To Benson there, and the offensive line's going to get caught. Come on, Sheed. I, th I think we got more first downs in this first quarter <laughs> than we have in, like, a, a few games last year. Rasheed Robinson, a senior offensive lineman, to jump off of off sides there. Yeah, that's a that's your leader up front there. You cannot be jumping offside, Sheed. That's a kick in the foot right there. I'll tell you, Jerron Glover, number nine, is one of the most complete. He has grown tremendously, man. I'm talking about height wise. He's filled out too. He's not as skinny as he was last year. Ron looks really good right now. Hopefully, so he can he develop that the into the field as well. Glover, the outside receiver on the left. Hayes on the inside. The give to Gordon. Keep those feet moving. Gordon keeps his feet moving and takes a tackler with him. Picks up about two yards there. Wasn't Glover the one who got injured last year? One of the receivers? He was on He was on freshman team mm. and got moved up after the freshman season. He played freshman year or freshman season. Who was the receiver that hurt his leg? Calvion Turner. Oh, Calvion He was Turner. a senior. Yes. So actually a tremendous loss there as it's going to bring up Wow, he looked like he gained at least two yards there. So second and 13. Benson looking to put the ball in the air again. Might have to call his own number, and he's actually going to be Runs taken to down man. at the line of scrimmage, bringing up a third and about 13. Yeah, Sheed Robinson looks like he was trying to make a block. 
and cut right into the fr front of Miles Benson. I think we're about a, a play away from maybe seeing the punt unit here. It's difficult, you know what I'm saying, because they get two couple good plays going and all of a sudden they seem to, they shoot themselves on the foot here. So ball at the 48-yard line of Lakeland Kathleen, third and 13. We're under three minutes to go in a scoreless first quarter. A little bit of movement there by the defensive front of Lakeland Kathleen. Benson, not much Face time mask. to throw it all. He somehow escapes, gets to the right side, still on his feet on That's the sideline. That's a great job by wow. Cleve Benson. Almost picked wow. up the first down. Wow, what a job by Cleve Benson there to make. Literally, the pocket was collapsing. Three defenders for Kathleen was right there on his nose. He finds a hole, slips through it, and you know, obviously we're talking about his size disadvantage. Smaller guy able to get through a lot I haven't smaller seen Right there, that's where it works, yeah. though. Exactly. That's I haven't exactly seen moves like that since about. Dante Hall, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> that was a nice run by Cleve Benson there. He would have taken that sack. That would have been a five, five, six-yard loss there. So about fourth and two from the Kathleen 36. We have a whistle on the field, and it's going to be a timeout, timeout. by the Tornadoes. 2.09 to go in a scoreless first quarter, but Booker threatening. You're listening to the FHSA Kickoff Classic brought to you by STLR Sports Talk. And we're making more of a concerted effort this year with our website to get more Booker coverage on there. So definitely check us out, stlrsportstalk.com. So what are you guys thinking here? Fourth and two from the 36-yard line. You know what? I think they're thinking run. I think you see you I, keep doing the one play or not the not the little screen pass to Jameer Hayes, but that little a little cut, I say and then the, cut five yard, the cut in. You I know say the little screen pass, or maybe even let's give it to Gordon up the gut like he did a couple plays ago. Incorporate maybe a little bit of option here that we haven't seen much of in the spring game and tonight. Booker football coverage brought to you by STLR Sports Talk and Todd Rentschler of Forbes Property Group. If you're in the market for a new house or looking to sell your home, or he can even help you out with a rental, give call a Todd, give Todd a call direct at area code 941-807-5730. Again, Todd Rentschler, Forbes Property Group, proud sponsor of Booker Football Coverage. Area code 941-807-5730. So fourth and two from the 36-yard line. Benson in the shotgun, barking signals. He's got a back to his left and one behind him. Receiver each side takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Gordon. First down and more. Nice run. Gordon is inside the 30 all the way to the Lakeland Kathleen 27. Great job by it, DeWan Gordon it, there. It was a play they hadn't used in a few, you know, a, a few reps. It, it, was, it seemed like a good time right there, short distance, to uh, call it up. Great job by this Tornado offense to snap the ball while Kathleen wasn't rated and still able to get a minimal gain there. Great job by Kathleen. Kathleen yeah. Looks like about two maybe there for Gordon, bringing up about a second and eight as the ball will be marked just inside the 25-yard line of Kathleen. Guys, we haven't had a first quarter in a kickoff classic like this in the two, three years that we've been doing Booker football. Even we had that Riverview game a few years ago where we were down 35 to nothing after 14 minutes of play. You know what, it's just it's so exciting to see stuff like this, you know, because it gets me so excited for the season, regardless of the fact of how good this team is. But when you see them put good things on the field like this, it makes you 10 times more excited. Benson's going to look for Glover. Fires and a little too high for Glover, Pat and we've got a flag on the play. Ooh, that might, that's, might be a little P.I. William a Mc, 
He kind of did get there a step or two early. It's a bad call. William McDonald on the coverage for Lakeland Kathleen. This could be another huge penalty to help the Tornadoes out here. Hey, we've been dealing on the opposite side of those for the couple years, so now it's about time for some of that pay it forward to come back our way. So flag sitting right now at the 23-yard line of Lakeland Kathleen. We're scoreless, 113 to go in the first quarter. Booker threatening as we wait for the penalty flag to be brought out to us by the referee here. Come on, ref, let's go. <laughs> Come on. Hey, it's for everybody's first game, you know. Oh, no, I, I think actually last year, if you include the playoff game there. Pass interference on Lakeland Kathleen. So we'll see if it'll be a half the distance. Where exactly they mark it as it looks like the ball is going to be placed like. right at the five-yard line. Yeah, nice. So he was there a step early, a step or two early. <laughs> it was it was close. It could have went both ways, but we'll take it. Actually going to move back to about the seven. Benson out of the shotgun. He's got a back behind him, one to his right, two receivers to his left. He's going to give, and that's Marquavius Simmons. And we've got a flag come in there late from the side judge. Tackle by number 21, Danny Street. Senior linebacker for the Lakeland Kathleen Red Devils. Red Devils making it back to the 7A playoffs for the first time in three years last year. Looks They're, like the flag got waved off. Yep, as the clock is still rolling, we're under 44 seconds left to play in a scoreless first quarter. If you're the Tornadoes, you gotta come up with some points here. I, I would love to see anything happen here. I mean, you can't take two drives into the red zone and get no kind of points. A back to each side, second and goal from the six. A high snap, but Benson's able to bring it down. Busted play, and he's got a fend for himself. Might be a fumble on we the ball We got a fumble, there. and Kathleen says they have it. Looking. They're gonna call it dead right there. Yeah, I think if Kathleen had the football, they'd be a little bit more adamant about it. I think he was down before he even lost the ball in the first place. So. One thing I'm noticing with Benson, though, is that that carry is coming to yeah, the side. Like he's that. not keeping it tight well, to his body. Yeah, he's They're getting, calling, he's run getting the clock, Run the clock. There you go. Yeah, take this into the second quarter. You know what I'm saying? You got one more down, essentially, here. So you got to make this play count if you're going to try to do it before the Take the extra time if you can, as we're under 10 seconds to play in the first quarter. Yeah, take that and walk And we're down going the field. to the other side. Three, two, one. Great job. And that's the first quarter here from Johnny Johnson Stadium on the campus of Kathleen High School in Lakeland, Florida. Your Booker Tornadoes are threatening in a scoreless game. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Little applause for the cause. You're listening to Booker High Football Coverage brought to you by STLR Sports Talk. Oh, what are we talking about? What are you, high? Sports. If they know what they're talking about, then I like it. Yo, it's the Skies and Lemmy Radio Sports Talk. It's your boy, Boots, and we finna talk some sports. Satisfy the demand. We want it now! Entertain with no sideline. That's right! I love it. Call the guys. Call the guys. Pack the cooler. Pack the cooler. And bring the grill. And bring the grill. 
Hi, I'm Todd Rentschler, your realtor. When you choose me to help you buy or sell your next home, you're choosing someone you know, someone local, someone you can trust. I grew up here in Sarasota, and I'm a proud Booker High grad, class of 95. I don't sell homes part-time or on the side, and I didn't retire into this business. I work hard seven days a week to make sure you get the best home buying or selling experience possible. I've helped over 100 families buy, sell, or lease a home. Todd Rentschler of Forbes Property Group is a proud sponsor of the Booker Tornadoes on STLR Sports Talk. I'm here to meet your real estate needs at 941-807-5730. What's up, everybody? It's the original Bucko Bruce, your boy, Zakari, representing No Boundary Sports Talk and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. have done something we haven't done since 2002. We've won five in a row. You're listening to STLR Sports Talk Entertainment Window Sidelines. Back here for the start of the second quarter at Lakeland Kathleen High School. Scoreless ball game between the visiting Booker Tornadoes and the Red Devils. And Craig Wiley, it looks like the ball is actually at the 11-yard line of the Tornadoes as we get ready for a third and goal. A crucial third and goal at that. I really thought we were a little bit closer than that, but the side that Tornadoes were previously on for the first quarter can't exactly see those yard markers hey, all the way through the field, and the field is not lined with numbers. So Benson will be working out of the shotgun once again. Kathleen's still arguing that pass interference call. They're not happy about that I'd like that to see one. maybe, I think they got the mark here a little bit wrong. So from about the 10-yard line, the Tornadoes with a third and goal. Benson from the shotgun. I like it. He's looking like to it. his left. I He's like got it, a man. And Ron Glover with the touchdown reception to get the Tornadoes on the board. I don't see a penalty flag. We saw it coming all the way there. That was beautiful. That beautiful, beautiful throw by Benson, the sophomore quarterback, to the sophomore receiver, Ron Glover. Got a feeling we'll be talking about that connection throughout oh, yeah. the year. Looking like it. Well, that's what this is for. You know, it's the kickoff classic. We're going to get to see what uh, they kind of got going on for the, for the Booker Tornadoes. So this should be Kevin Robello out to kick for the Tornadoes. Benson will hold. Robello wearing the number that's assigned on the roster. So how about that? <laughs> nice. Small victories. Tornadoes looking to add to their 6-0 lead. Six seconds into the second quarter. Snaps a little bit high. Benson brings it down. It's good. We got a PAT, folks. <laughs> a PAT kick has always been an adventure the last two or three years for the Tornadoes. But Kevin Robello, the sophomore, coming through with the point after. And Booker with a 7-0 lead, 11.54 to go in the second quarter here at Lakeland Kathleen High School. A beautiful night for those listening to us back home in Sarasota. We've had virtually no rain, cooler temperatures here tonight, and absolutely beautiful what we would consider a fall football Friday night. I'm not going to lie, the nostalgia of just being here in the place that Ray Lewis played high school football is pretty exciting for me. So Rebello will mostly ask, and he is set up to do the kickoff here. So it looks like he will handle all the kicking nice. duties for the Tornadoes I wonder this if he's year. the punter as well. 
Ray Lewis Fieldhouse directly behind us here in the press box. How about that sign when we that came That sign in? was cool. I yeah. was telling Craig about that. I've never seen, seen anything really like that for an athlete in the city. It's usually like a governor or president that has that type of signage. Yeah. It's kind of cool seeing the same field Ray Lewis played, grew up on, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and played on. Seen a couple of Miami Hurricane fans out here, Absolutely. too, as we were walking up. So it looks why. like Javel Brown and Renardario Copeland back to receive the kickoff for Lakeland Kathleen. So Rebello getting ready here. 11.54 to go in the second quarter. We're just starting out Tornadoes with a nine-yard touchdown pass from Cleve Benson to Ron Glover to get on the board. Not a bad kick. A little line drive. Bouncer. We'll get used to squib. it. Nice tackle by Simmons. Not quite yet, but eventually he's helped out there, and Kathleen will start this possession at their own 22-yard line. Marquavius Simmons getting the shirt. Uh, Simmons getting the shoelace tackle there, able to probably break a big play there, but great job by Simmons, able to wrap him up and take him down by the shoelace. We've got a lot of visiting fans, or I should say fans of other programs listening tonight. Not much football being played. A lot of rain outs, a lot of rain outs. It's been raining here in Florida, if you guys haven't noticed. Yeah, one, one Rod <laughs> Miller was uh, list, uh, making a post yesterday about he's ready for some Friday Night Lights. Handoff there to Kathleen. Nice little pickup. Oh, Still wow. on his feet. Wow, he's going to be guys. brought down nice right around the 40-yard line. So go ahead and move the chains for the Red Devils. Yeah. You hear the cowbells. About a, looks like a nice 15-yard run there. Jaquez King able to bring him down there. One of our fans of, a, of another area team listening, one of our all-time favorites, Bayshore Henry. Of course. Shout out to Bayshore you know, he's Henry. sitting there judging him. Hey, you know what's weird about tonight's game? I don't hear the announcer on the, their PA system. Oh! Nice Number stop. six. Kind of looked Isaiah like Quezzy Bristol Williams. right there. A senior defensive lineman there, Isaiah Williams, wrapping up the running back and making the officials blow the whistle. As you mentioned, Jacquez Quezzy Bristol now at Central Michigan playing for Jim McElwain, one of our standouts last year. And while we did send, I think, seven or eight football players off to college, several new faces Flag on the for play. the purple and gold. That's got to be procedure, right? I would assume so. We don't know. We're on the road. <laughs> Offsides on the wow. tornadoes. Okay. <laughs> Always get confused because because in the NFL they let it run, right? It's like a free yep. play. Yeah. Unless so you the make ref, contact. Yeah. The high, school, high school, they stop it right the away. The ref who's about to mark it off is about to walk backwards. <laughs> First game for everybody, guys. First game for everybody. <laughs> so it looks like it's going to be about a second. Wow. Doesn't look like they marked off enough there, but it's going to be second and four line to gain midfield. Harrison takes it all the way inside Booker territory, inside the 45 to the 44. So moving the chains on the other sideline once again. We have chain games. Oh, don't you know that's the sound of the man working, working on, on the chain. 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 Harrison out of the <laughs> shotgun. Going to fake the handoff, and he's going to throw to his right. More of a lateral. Nice pass by DeWong, or catch by, or tackle by DeWong Gordon there. Stopped him right the line of scrimmage. Tell you what, through Great the form tackle there, one-on-one -on -one there. And actually, I think that was Zepp Williams with the tackle. Okay. Through so the that's seven-on-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look so much similar. 
that through the air tonight, you know, Kathleen has not really been too successful, but on the ground, they are kind of having their way with this Tornado team. And that's kind of been their big struggle for the past two years is stopping the run. Second and a long 10 from the 45. 15, Trey Henson, he's coming up limping. This is a team that when Chad shared that stuff in our group message about them, kind of a team I felt maybe similar to Booker last year, yep. kind of limped into the playoffs, you know. Loses kids to other area schools. schools. Yep, so I mean, you know, they, they've been through some of the same stuff. Injury on the field, timeout by the refs. That's number 15, Trey Henson. He did come up hopping. Looks like he could not officially get off the field. Seeing Trey last week when they had their media day, just forgot how big that kid was. And when he showed up on the basketball team, I'm like, where have you been? Are you, where have you been in our lives? And do you play football? <laughs> yes, he does. Shout out to one of our most loyal listeners, Logan. He is tuned in. No, Logan, we cannot slap the person with the cowbell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We have headphones on, Logan, so I yeah, think we're a little bit more protected bad, than yeah. you. <laughs> but we have to have the windows open, sir. Yeah, it's yeah, we, be an absolute sauna in here. There's, ever, there's no air conditioner. You ever left some, a cold bottle of water in the car for five minutes when it's 110 degrees outside? You come back outside, you grab it, and it's completely you know hot. What? I just seen this. Like. I should have tried to plug in and see if it worked. Oh, wow. We might have internet. <laughs> Free internet, just chilling. <laughs> might have been the uh, first one ever. Thank you, Ray Lewis High School. <laughs> Ray Lewis High School. <laughs> Let's just rename it to Ray Lewis High School. Not to be confused with the father of Bell's puppies at my yeah, house, yeah, Ray yeah, Lewis. Yeah. Not the dog. I should have brought him here. And they'd be like, he, he, he's not out here. I'm like, what do you mean this is Ray Lewis? The two-time Super Bowl champion, Ray Lewis. This is Ray Lewis. This the, is the Ray Lewis. The dog, Ray Lewis, has some babies on the way, and Seven there is no indication of him getting a job no, whatsoever. He's, he's a bum. I was... He's a bum just like his owner. I was letting him have it on Sunday. I was like, Ray Lewis. <laughs> he hung out with Fat Boy too much. <laughs> <laughs> Back to action here. Handoff from Harrison. First down. First down and legs. more. Wow. to move those legs. It's going to take a host of tornadoes to bring him down inside the 29-yard line. Logan, I know what you're talking about there. So first down and 10 for Lakeland Kathleen. Should Baron Cowbells from high school football games. First and ten from the Booker 39-12 to go in the second quarter. Oh, that's Tornado's not holding seven nothing. Harrison on his feet still throws. Oh, what are you doing? Wide open in the end zone. That's going to be a Lakeland Kathleen <laughs> touchdown. So we've got the cowbells and the air horns. I don't mind the air horn because it comes off every like one touchdown, you know. But the cowbells, you feel like it's every play. Ivy with the touchdown reception from Harrison, and that'll make it a 7-6 ball game, 9-0-1 to go. So according to Logan, he is local Booker High alumni who put in the AC, possibly I think the AC in our new uh, our new AC in the press I box. Hope so. so how come our AD Phil Helmuth didn't tell us about that connection? Like I know your guy Logan. Come on, man. He Logan probably didn't even say nothing. Oh, you know Logan was like, hey, yeah, 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 I know the guys who do the radio here. Gonzalez with hey, the kick. Logan, you guys can always sponsor Booker High Sports. And it is good. So we have a 7-7 ball game after Gonzalez's extra point kick. 9-0-1 to go in the second quarter. So just like that, Lakeland Kathleen answering the nine-yard touchdown reception by Jerron Glover. 
and putting together a nice drive there, doing it primarily on the ground. Now, look, I know our team's a little bit farther from us than this team. They look like this is a number-wise a pretty big team. Well, you, you, you could have to understand, Craig, this could be their JV team up with them as well. Okay. So, you know, I know Booker does have some of their JV players with them as well. But so they're in different uniforms, yes. so you know which one's which. Kind of, okay. sort of, but you know what I'm saying. Well, this they are a 7A school, so I, I, I figured. True, they, they do have the numbers as well, they, they probably do have a little bit more of a student faculty. I mean, they have a beautiful high school. The campus is nice. You know, they got a nice football field. They do have uh, first-class service. Everybody's been so accommodating to us. They, they do have a guy that looks like a younger Hudson Go on the sideline. I tell you what, man. What we have been doing the past, you know what I'm saying, the past three years here. You Love know, it. Besides the one school that we're not going to, you know what I'm saying? That we mention. see next week. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and address that right now because oh, we're we never. We're going to treat them with class, man. We're going to treat them with class. So, last year for our loyal listeners and Booker High fans have been following us long, we thought we'd be able to broadcast the final regular season game, which was a 30-6 to victory at Cardinal Mooney. Yeah, we beat the crap out of them, right? That's not my check. So, a athletic director who has since retired, and Bill Donovan, you're feckless at best. <laughs> I love Chad. So, you know what? Next week when Cardinal Mooney comes, eat our food. Hey, Sit. you might even, if you, you need to use my hotspot, I'm yeah. going to let you do that because yeah. you know what? At Booker, we're first class. unlike that place on Fruitville, we're all class. We're first class. So, your $3 million renovation or not? Nice kick. Oh, wow. Wow. Eight yards deep in the end zone there. Well, he goes off the back, it looks like. So the Tornadoes start the 25-yard line. The third time this game, 7-7 ball game, 9-0-1 to go in the second quarter. And I totally forget about that. I think it's the college rule with the 25-2, Craig, but it looks like they're placing the ball at the 20 for the Tornadoes to start this drive. Ah, so he pulled the juju on him because at first he started He was started at the 25, and he was walking out like he was going to go there, and he, he, he weaseled on down to the 20. Maybe he forgot. He's like, oh, shoot, it's 20-yard line. Might be one of those guys that does a high school game one week and then may do smaller college conference right. officiating. Benson with the handoff to Gordon. Gordon's going to break oh, a couple tackles. Ball, Still churning. You know who he reminds me of, like running style-wise, when he goes to the middle, kind of like a Brandon Jacobs, just a big, bruising, yeah, you know, big doesn't upright really lower shoulder, back. but just kind of uses his, his his strong legs to keep him bruising. Almost like Leonard Fournette. Absolutely. So the junior running back, DeJuan Gordon, picking up about seven there, bringing up a second and three, eight thirty-seven to go in the second quarter. Booker and host Kathleen tied at seven. Benson again working out of the shotgun. Got one receiver to his left, two to his right, two backs in the backfield with him. Takes the snap, the handoff to Gordon once again, and Gordon's pass the 30 brought down there, like and that should be down. good enough for a first down. Yep, and that's what the official closest to us is saying. Move I'll tell the you chains. what, great job by the offensive line for the Tornadoes to get in the holes that Dewan needs to fit through to get the extra yards that he's trying to gain. You know, obviously they've had some miscues towards the ends of the drive. So hopefully they can continue this drive just like they did in the last one, get points on the board, because obviously you want to see get points on the board every single time you touch the ball. I'm seeing a tornado offense that is more composed, even more so than it was last year when they put together that four-game winning streak to end the regular season. Pass to Glover. Face mask. And he's got a face mask going down the sideline into Kathleen territory, going to be brought down wow. around the 45-yard line of the Red Devils. Nice little screen pass there to Glover. 
Face mask grab continues to stay on his feet. Oh, it's a holding call. Wow. I've seen a clear face mask. And right where the and penalty marker is. And as soon as the face is, mask happened, the ref threw the flag. Wow. So all for naught there, what we just talked about, is it's going to be a holding penalty on the Tornadoes. Logan has chimed in and said he's about to have his own air conditioning company. And when that happens, he was definitely going to be a proud sponsor of Booker Sports. <clears throat> for any other business out there, my throat there would like to sponsor Booker High Football, you can give me a shout, 941-356-0418. 7.52 away from halftime. Booker's big game there is going to cut them back, come all the way back to about the 20-yard line. So this will definitely be first and, about first and 20. Benson out of the shotgun is going to hand off to Simmons. That's Simmons. Wow. Simmons still on his feet, still churning. Still fighting for yards. Getting some of those yards wow. back. One of the smaller running backs on the team. Yeah, he was kind of weaving in and out there. So it should be about a second and 13 as we're approaching seven minutes and 10 seconds to play in the second quarter. Booker and host Kathleen tied at seven. We're gonna have two receivers, two Bensons right as he works out of the shotgun. Two backs back there with him, one to the left, one right behind him. Handoff and it's gonna be bottled up. Nothing doing for Simmons there. Great job by the Kathleen defense to smuggle up the runner in the backfield. So clock continuing to roll, approaching six and a half minutes to play in the second quarter. And it's gonna be third and about 25 for the Tornadoes. Benson again out of the shotgun. One back to his left, one behind him. He's going to put it up in the air. He needs to have more time to get rid of that ball, man. Nothing doing for Benson there. It's two seconds. There's got to be better penetration from the offensive line. They are getting no penetration off the ball. They're getting blown off the ball. They're getting tired and sloppy. I can see exactly how they're walking off the field right now. I'm disliking what I'm seeing from the offensive line of the Booker Tornadoes right now. Kawan Moore with the sack of Benson. And Robello's going to have to come in and punt for the second time this ball game. 5.30 to go in the second quarter. Return man is going to have his heels at the 50-yard line, and we got whistles, and I believe this will be a Kathleen timeout. 5.25 to go in the second quarter. Booker and Lakeland Kathleen tied at seven here at Johnny Johnson Stadium on the campus of Kathleen High School. Remember to check out our website for STLR Sports Talk, stlrsportstalk.com. You can check out High Tide's Fishing Show on the STLR Media TV Facebook Live feed on Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. and then at 9 a.m. on the same live feed, STLR Media TV on Facebook. 
You've got the No Boundary Sports crew. Derek Fuger, Zach Kearney, Craig Wiley. You guys know those guys? No, I, I don't know. I, I do, and I actually got a surprise for them this weekend. Apparently, a couple of people have been smack-talking on the Morning Wood Morning Show, and they're going to be bringing a biscuits and gravy challenge to the studio for us to uh, taste test. On Sunday morning? Yeah, 9, nine o'clock. Now, biscuits and gravy, you think that's easy? That can be messed up in so many different oh, yeah, ways. Man. You have to have everything go right. You put too much flour. Right. You put too little less flour. There's no turning back once you start making that gravy. If you put too much flour, you're screwed. If you put too much less flour, you ain't getting nothing out of it. So, Mama Edith in Charleston, West Virginia, with her world-famous biscuits, actually brought flour with her. On and a snap, snap is going to go over Rebello's head and out of the end zone. So just like that, Lakeland Kathleen takes a 9-7 lead with the safety. It just seems like things started going great. They hit that peak, and they just start to trickle down right now. You know, we're starting to see some small mistakes from this Tornado team. Yeah, long snapper thought he was snapping into Shaquille O'Neal back there. Romello had to jump up very high to try to get that ball there. Yeah. When I spoke with first-year head coach Baraka Atkins last week, he talked about how there was going to be more dedication to special teams and that all the coaches on the staff were going to have input in the special teams. And if there has been one phase of the ball that has absolutely betrayed us the last two seasons, it is special yes. teams. Yep. Real quick, I just want to mention, we're talking about biscuits and gravy. You guys got the biscuits and gravy challenge going on Sunday, 9 a.m., STLR Media TV on the Facebook Live. So Mama Edith came down about 25 years ago and brought her own flour in the airplane with her as her carry-on you imagine trying to bring flour on an airplane now? nowadays <laughs> post 9-11 no way oh come on man you'd be thrown to the ground immediately is that a kilo in your pocket no it's it's my own flour it's flour yeah I'm that's, what they, I'm that's what they all say that's what they all say get on the ground she's 109 years old look you know what you're not getting any biscuits and gravy sir <laughs> It, the flour's got to be right, though. I mean, it's just like water with the bagels and the pizza. Mm -hmm. There's something special about that New York City tap water. Absolutely, man. So, Rebella's going to kick it off here One and not punt. Rules. So, we'll see what kind of kick Rebella puts on this for the kickoff following the extra point. Kind of a squib that was in no man's land there. Nice little bouncer. Team walks back with Rebolo. So here he comes with his kick. Toe to leather. Going to be a little pop-up kick. Just barely inside Lakeland Kathleen territory. Ooh, nice hit delivered about the 48. So leading 9-7 to seven with 5.18 to go in the second quarter. Looks like Lakeland Kathleen will start this drive at the Booker 46. Yeah, kind of a short field here for the uh, Red Devils as they're almost in midfield after that return. <laughs> Harrison should be working out of the gun here as some of the skill position players for Kathleen still getting the play call from the sideline. We're going to have one receiver to his left, two to Harrison's right. Back joins him as a sidecar, and that's who's going to get the handoff. Still churning his legs and going to get close to the 40-yard line. Pickup of five yards there for Kathleen. Talk about 
Wheat leads 9-7 with five minutes to go here in the second quarter. Tackled by number 26, Tyron Bennett for the Tornadoes. Bennett, junior defensive back. So second and five from the 41. Harrison working out of the shotgun. Two receivers to his left. He's going to call his own number and nothing doing there flag after the, the fake handoff. And we've got a penalty flag at the Kathleen 45. What if it's a holding? Could be a holding play. Let's hopefully it's not nothing against the Tornadoes here. They come from the far side of the field. Yeah, I believe it's on the Kathleen Red Devils. We're going to wait for the... Looks like that's a, an eligible man downfield. Yep. So they were looking to do the little, uh, little screen pass. So obviously he took a few steps forward, you know, thinking it was a run. That's going to get called every single time. So that's going to be March Jackson yards, about five yards it looks like. So it's going to be second and 10 from the Booker 46. 4.32 to go in the second quarter. Kathleen looking to add to its 9-7 lead. Harrison out of the shotgun, two receivers to his right, one to the left. Going to throw to his right. And that might be a lateral. It could get picked up by the Tornadoes. I hear, now we finally hear a whistle. They're going to say that was a lateral. I believe a, it's got to be a lateral. That's got to be Booker football. I didn't hear no whistle till after. It looks like number seven. It looks like and Zep Williams. And the Kathleen offense is coming off the field. Wow. So there we go. Another big stop for the defense there for the Tornadoes. Like I said, Kathleen has worked well on the ground tonight, but through the air haven't very been successful. And there you see it, a behind-the-line throw ends up in a penalty or a fumble, and the Tornadoes recover it. So great awareness by Zepp Williams to jump on that ball and recover it for the Book of Tornadoes. So Tornadoes taking over this drive at their own 49, 4-11 to go in the second quarter. Booker trails homestanding Kathleen, 9-7. Benson working out of the shotgun. Handoff goes to Simmons. Simmons dances around and finds some room Still. all the way into Lakeland wow. Kathleen territory, finally brought down around the 41-yard line. Wow. May have to measure this. I tell you what, Simmons is using his small size to get through exactly those small holes that Mouse Benson can get through, and he is slipping tackles like it is like he's butter on corn. So it's going to be a first and ten, actually. So we'll go ahead and move the dial marker there on the opposite sideline. Benson again out of the shotgun. In motion is Hayes. The handoff to Simmons. Simmons goes to his left. This will pick up about a good four yards, maybe three, four yards. Jerron Glover looking for some kind of call there from the officials as he's motioning for a flag. I don't know exactly what that could be for. He said had a definitely better view than I did. Under 3.40 to go here in the second quarter. Maybe a face mask or something That's towards the That's what I'm thinking. Because there was a lot of guys around him. So Simmons picking up about two and a half there. Sometimes you don't get those calls on the road. So we'll have a receiver each side. Hayes coming in motion there. So Benson's going to look to his right. He's got, oh, he's going to oh. bounce the pass. I think a little bit of. Ooh, he was wide open. 
That is Elijah Juan Mitchell, the intended receiver for the Tornadoes. Wide open. Oh, he could have put a little air on it. He was thrown on the run. Great attempt, though, by Mouse Benson to get the ball and almost to his wide open receiver. Great effort there by Mitchell to kind of come back for the football, Absolutely. though, too. He was on the run, too, trying to turn back and trying to complete that catch. Unable to bring it, though. So a third and a long seven for the Tornadoes. 3.03 to go in the second quarter. Kathleen with a 9-7 lead. Crowd starting to get behind the Red Devil defense. Receiver each side. We'll see if Hayes comes in motion from the opposite sideline, and that he does. So he'll now be on the right there with Elijah Juan Mitchell. Pass to Hayes. Lakeland Kathleen trying to tackle the ball there instead of the ball carrier. Looks like they gave up the first down maybe. Yep, they're saying let's move the chains. You know, I, just, I really do dislike what number four there. He was going for the ball. Instead of the tackle, you give up the first down there. If I'm the coach, I'm very upset with number four there for the It's for the like Red he Devils. almost stepped out of the way to just try to, to the tackle ball. the football instead of tackling the ball carrier there. Trying to make that highlight real. Hey, first game of the season, you know what I'm saying? That's what you work on right now. You try to get those things out of the way so you don't do that later on in the season where things matter. So ball inside the Kathleen 30, about the 29 and a half yard line. Clock is winding, 225 to play here in the second quarter. This Fresh set of downs for the purple and gold. This defense for the Red Devils team, they're getting tired. They're getting tired out there. They're getting a consistent set from this tornado team. And it's the same thing with the offensive line for the tornadoes. They're both getting tired. Gordon and Simmons in the backfield. Gordon to Benson's right. Benson rolling to his left, comes back to his right, looking for the receiver. Looks like it's going to be picked off. No penalty flag there at all as we saw some bodies get tangled up on the pass attempt. I don't understand how you call that pass interference down there, but you don't call that pass interference down there. He literally ripped Ron back to go for the interception. I don't understand how you call that pass. And he came up with it with 2.02 to go in the second quarter. It was an underthrown ball too. It though. was. It was an underthrown ball, absolutely. Correct. So Kathleen's going to take over, like Chad said, 2.02 left to go here in the second. Looks like they're inside their own 10-yard line around the eight. Harrison out of the shotgun. He's going to hand Big it off. Big hole. It closes up quick, though. And what were we just talking about? Tackling, Tackling the, football. the football there and not Two the ball Two tornado carrier. defenders go straight for the football instead of getting the player down. And the running back gets another at least two to three yards there on that run. Great job by the running back for the Red Devils tonight. Just chopping his feet, even when he makes contact, he continues to chop his feet and he gets those extra yards. So great job by him and an offensive line by the Red Devils not getting big holes for their running back to get through. Second and a long six coming up for Kathleen. Under 90 seconds to go in the second quarter. Harrison's nice gonna fire complete for a first down. Their first successful pass play of the night. A big game. And they're looking to put some points on the board here with 121 left to go here before we hit halftime. Number 13 on the reception for the Red Devils. Carlos Underwood with the reception for Lakeland Kathleen. Clock still going, approaching a minute, to t minute and 10 seconds left to play in the second quarter. Screen pass. And that's one that they couldn't complete and gave up on the lateral there. 
except that receiver had the presence to get beyond the line of scrimmage when he made a play on the ball. And a nice little pickup for Lakeland Kathleen. Good enough for about six yards there. Great job by Paul McLeod. Familiar face, Paul McLeod, one of the basketball, one of the better three-point shooters for the basketball team on the varsity side, able to slow down the receiver there. And Isaiah Williams, number six, coming to finish up and clean up that tackle. So great job by the Tornadoes there, wrapping up and getting that ball carrier down. Clock running as we approach 50 seconds left to play in the second quarter. Harrison calling his own number after the fake handoff. Getting that first down, 43 seconds left to go. They're stopping that clock to move those chains. They're moving this ball effectively at will. This Tornado team's hands on their hips. They're tired. You can see it. So ball will be placed at the 45-yard line of Kathleen. First and 10 for the Red Devils, 43.1 seconds left to play in the first half. Kathleen looking to add to its 9-7 lead. Lakeland Kathleen gonna take a timeout here. Of course, they gotta stop that clock, call a couple plays. And the way that we saw Gonzalez put the ball in the end zone on that kickoff, I'm thinking if it's somewhat in the range of 40, 45 yards, we may see Gonzalez here at the end of the first half, but the Tornadoes are gonna have to make some stops to make that happen, first of all. And Booker's struggling right now. As you guys mentioned, a lot of hands on knees, hands on hips right now. Score from Tampa, Florida, where Venice leads Tampa Plant 28 to 10, start of the third quarter up there. Great stadium there at Plant High School if you've never been to it. Plant High School, one of the oldest high schools in America. And I wonder if Malachi Weidman, the two-sport standout, formerly of Riverview High School, is going to see action for the Venice Indians Man, we've tonight. We've seen a lot of moves around this whole area. You know, we've seen something's going to have to be done about kids this. Kids go to Braden River, and kid goes from Sarasota to Braden River, back to Sarasota. One kid goes from Riverview to Venice. Another kid goes from Riverview to Venice. It just... It's crazy, man. It really is crazy. It's really becoming a revolving door, and they did open Pandora's Bumble on the play. Oh, it falls right into the hands of Underwood. He's still on his feet. Going to be tackled just shy of midfield there. Whoa, and a little extracurricular there. Official's got to step in and protect our guy there. That's number six, Isaiah Williams. Another timeout. 27.8 seconds left to go on the clock. And I don't know how many Kathleen has left. I think they're down to their final timeout. It's not being marked on the scoreboard as each team is still showing three timeouts remaining. 27.8 seconds left in the first half. Lakeland Kathleen with the ball at the 50-yard line, currently in a timeout. It's going to be about second and five when we return to action. We will be back next week, our regular season opener against visiting Cardinal Mooney. And if you're- At the nation, baby. If you're old school Booker, I'm not talking about one of these Johnny come latelys like Derek and Craig. <laughs> when I was going to school at Booker, our rival was Cardinal Mooney. That Thursday night in November was the Sarasota Small School Championship. Riverview and Sarasota to play on the Friday night. And looking back at some things as doing research for this season, Never realized how bad things got in the mid-80s for the Booker football program. In 1985, down to 12 players at one point, had to forfeit a game against Cardinal Mooney and also a game against Shorecrest Prep. But when I read that forfeit against Cardinal Mooney, just a little piece of me died inside. <laughs> Be no quit in the Tornadoes next week, that's for sure. And hopefully for the remaining 24 minutes and 27.8 seconds here, 
as we're closing out the first half. Kathleen on the move, second and five from midfield. Red Devils looking to add to their nine. Where's the lead. holding yeah, on that's, that one? That's Harrison that's rolling to his right. The, oh my goodness! Going to fire complete. What is this? The, the, the head official is looking at two blank calls that me and Craig Wireless seen. Wow. Wow. Jose Narango looking for a well, call Well, then he even pushed him down again after the fact. So another timeout by Kathleen. That's got to be all three. That's four, actually. So now we've got them down to one as they march. <laughs> oh, no, that is three because we called the first one. Man, Gotta be I, a little I, bit worried here if you're the Tornadoes. I guess the clock is on your side with 16.7 seconds left. Ball at the Booker 35, a first down for Lakeland Kathleen. Looks like Coach Atkins is out there giving the ref his uh, earful out there, saying, tell him about what just happened on that last play. I mean, it was two Blake calls that we've seen, one block in the back. I mean, the, the, the first the, one you can miss. Yes, absolutely. That but when you back, see yeah. one follow fractions of a second later you have to call that especially well, in the backfield and the quarterback starts to roll out as soon as that block in the back happened man well then there was the extra then there was even the uh, the extracurricular with Isaiah yeah the unsportsmanlike conduct after the fact so just like Chad said 16.7 seconds left to go about 20 yards worth of penalties missed there Harrison out of the gun he's got two receivers to his left Got an H-back in there and a tailback. He's looking to his left. He's going to throw. Almost, Almost picked, picked, off. picked off there by Cameron Brewer, the senior defensive back for the Tornadoes. Good to see Booker get on the uh, quarterback and give him a little nudge there at the end. Good. Good. If they're not going to call anything, don't keep hey, doing it. It was, a good, it was a good clean hit, though. It was within the, the two-step guidelines. Brewer tried to make an effort there, but a little underthrown for the interception. 11.7 seconds left here in the first half. Brewer moved up from the freshman team, or from the JV team last year, midway through the season. Looks like finding him a comfortable spot on the starting defensive backs here for the varsity team. Same formation. Harrison's going to look over the middle. Great job by Jameer Oh, my goodness. Great defense by Jameer no Hayes. No flag, right? No flag. Great no defense by Jameer Hayes. That is textbook defensive back play right there. Little bit of hand battle. Both players go up. Jameer Hayes knocks it down. Great battle right there between uh, Hayes and the intended receiver. I believe that was Underwood, if I'm not mistaken. Hayes was to the left side. It looked like Underwood may have had a half a step, but Hayes going to the air and knocking the ball essentially out of the end zone. And we haven't seen the dial marker move on the other side because there's a penalty against Lakeland Kathleen. They're going to be brought back all the way to the Booker 48. Wow. So a 13-yard loss there on the penalty, probably a hold in the backfield. Five seconds to go, and I think we're just going to see Kathleen air it out. See if they go trips to one side. I mean, kind of gone the two receivers to the left side, one to the right. The way their pass game is going, they might be better just to take the knee and take it into the uh, locker room. So now we're going to have trip receivers to the right as the tailback goes in motion. Oh! Harrison almost loses the football there. It's going to put it up. It's going to be Flag short. Flag on the play. And it's going to be incomplete. For the block in the back. Finally. So Coach Atkins may have done some lobbying and got folks to open their eyes there. I think they're going to go ahead and decline this, and we'll go ahead to halftime. 
was declined. So Did that looked like a personal foul that he motioned there, not a block in the back. Huh. So the tornadoes. Unsportsmanlike conduct looked like maybe possibly. With flashes of brilliance in the first half, getting on the board first with a nine-yard touchdown pass from Cleve Benson to Ron Glover. Lakeland Kathleen coming back with a touchdown throw by McDonald and then a safety as the punter Kevin Rebello was back to punt in the shadow of his own end zone and the snap was too high there. So Lakeland Kathleen with a 9-7 lead as we go to halftime. You're listening to the 2019 FHSA kickoff classic between Booker and homestanding Lakeland Kathleen here on STLR Sports Talk. Hi, I'm Todd Rentschler, your realtor. When you choose me to help you buy or sell your next home, you're choosing someone you know, someone local, someone you can trust. I grew up here in Sarasota, and I'm a proud Booker High grad, class of 95. I don't sell homes part-time or on the side, and I didn't retire into this business. I work hard seven days a week to make sure you get the best home buying or selling experience possible. I've helped over 100 families buy, sell, or lease a home. Todd Rentschler of Forbes Property Group is a proud sponsor of the Booker Tornadoes on STLR Sports Talk. I'm here to meet your real estate needs at 941-807-5730. Specializing in custom shower enclosures, mirrors, shelving, tabletops, and broken window repair. Andrews Glass Services has defined quality craftsmanship in Sarasota and Manatee counties for 10 years. As we enter our second decade of serving the community, please be assured that we will continue to tackle any job. No matter how big or small. With unmatched expertise, professionalism, and proficiency. Find out for yourself by giving us a call at 941-224-2986. That's Andrews Glass Services, 941-224-2986. Andrews Glass Services is a proud sponsor of the Booker Tornadoes on STLR Sports Talk. No Boundaries, coming to you live every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to 11. Talk sports with Derek, Aiden, Zach, and the one they call Craig. Chime in as they go into deep coverage of baseball, football, basketball, hockey, air hockey, soccer, CrossFit, sumo wrestling, Derek's favorite, midget wrestling. Tune in, stlrmedia.com, or download the app on iTunes or Google Play. Also available on TuneIn Radio. For all the fans that want to see the action live, turn over to Facebook and stream us live on STLR Media TV. No boundaries. Every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to 11. Yo, it's the Skies and Lemon Radio Sports Talk. It's your boy, Boots. We feel the talk some sports. Entertainment with no sideline. Are you looking for the best barbershop in town? Don't be fooled by those gentlemen's lounges with beer and big screens. Come to the premier barbershop in the 941. Fresco Fades, located at 463 North Lime Avenue. At Fresco Fades, you'll find the most elite barbers in the city. Specializing in all the hottest trends. So call and make your appointment today at 941-552-6067. Again, that's 941-552-6067. Walk-ins are also welcome, so come on down to Fresco Fades, 463 North Lime Avenue. You'll always be fresh at Free Free Frescoes. The 
attention. This is an emergency. This is not a test. A tornado warning has been issued. Please do take heed. Get in your tornado shelters right now. We can't stress this enough. Strong gust of defense and lightning speed will be in full effect tonight. Also, be on the lookout for touchdown belts and hard hits. Big plays and big game. Let's go. So batten down the hatches and take cover as the STLR Sports Talk crew brings you Booker football coverage live from Tornado Alley and beyond. Having given up nine unanswered points in the second quarter, Booker High will be kicking off in this 9-7 kickoff classic at Lakeland Kathleen. Sophomore Kevin Rebello puts toe to leather. Nice deep kick, nicest kickoff of the night for Rebello. Nice little return for Lakeland Kathleen as the returner still on his feet as he goes to the opposite sideline and finally brought down. I guess we're playing 10 minute quarters in the second half. Looks that way as it's 9.52 left in the third quarter after the kickoff there. So we normally play 12-minute quarters in high school football, not 15 like the NFL and college. And I think this may be something that's agreed upon between the coaches as, hey, let's get in film, let's be able to see something with this, but let's definitely keep everybody healthy because you've got 10 more to play and I've got 10 more to play. I'm sure there's a lot of guys who are going to get a lot of the second field action here. You know, I don't. Obviously, you're not going to see the same, you know, 11 guys out on both sides of the team. But well, plus a little do, bit of a late start here too. A little bit over an hour later than what original kickoff time was supposed to be. So and off to the ball carrier there for Lakeland Kathleen, and he'll pick up about five yards, bringing up a second and five. Ball should be spotted at the 40-yard line of the Red Devils. Lakeland are doing a great job on the ground tonight. You know, like I said, running at will, finding big holes. Taking advantage of the big blocks that their offensive line are putting down the line. So great job by the Lakeland running back. See those holes and take advantage of those runs. Maybe some movement early. Not caught there by the Lakeland Kathleen offensive line. And another great run there. Running back's going to pick up about 12 yards. Move the sticks on the opposite sideline. First down, Lakeland Kathleen. Red Devils lead 9-7 over the visiting Booker Tornadoes. 9-15 to go in the third quarter, and I believe we'll be playing 10-minute quarters here in the second half. And another nice run by Lakeland Kathleen. Ball carry is going to get beyond the 40 all the way to the Booker 37. And the chain gang is staying active on the opposite sidelines. So ball will actually be at the 38 of Booker. Harrison working out of the shotgun. Two receivers to his right. He's going to hand it off once again. Back gets through that line of scrimmage. Continues the power forward inside the 30 to about the 28 and a half. They are running at will. Well, we knew this offensive line was going to be a strength for the Red Devils. When you have a sophomore who already has an offer from Nebraska. Oh. Six points. Booker's offensive defensive line was nowhere near ready for that ball to be snapped. I think they're going to call a flag. I believe we have a whistle, yeah. We're hearing from the stands that it could be a two-minute minimum field call here. We'll wait for the white hat to give his indication. 8.25 to go in the third quarter. Lakeland Kathleen driving. Red Devils with a 9-7 lead over your visiting Booker Tornadoes. We're back on the air next Friday for the regular season Tom opener Booker. against Cardinal Mooney at Tornado Alley. 
So this will be marched forward from about the 28-yard line to the 23-yard line. So that should be good enough for an automatic first down for Lakeland Kathleen. Yeah, well, somebody people aren't understanding. It's a dead ball play, pretty much call. So the, that play did not happen. So right, even though he was halfway avoid. to the end zone by the time the, the whistle was blown. It's not a continuation of play. It's not basketball. Exactly. The continuation and the and one. <laughs> so we've got an H back in there, two receivers to Harrison's right. We're going to have a tail back, one receiver to the left. It's Copeland to the left. We got a fumble in the backfield on the handoff. Cannot be picked up. It looks like, oh, my goodness, number 35, Jose Narongo was right there, but he cannot recover the fumble. And I believe Kathleen is going to come up with that ball. People second-guess that a lot, Derek. Do you think it's one of those things where you don't want to leave your feet, thus getting on top, you know, Getting on top of a ball is an unnatural movement for that one second there. You know, you, that could, you, be look going, to scoop it, you yeah. could be going the complete opposite way. So trying to transform your body from going one way, it's a whole bunch of force going one way. It's going to happen regardless. Handoff is going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage, and that's Isaiah Williams finishing off the tackle for you know, the Tornadoes. This must have been the guy my dad was talking about the other day. He said they got a guy up front on the defensive line who's just as athletic, maybe not just as athletic, but is almost as athletic as Quezzy. And obviously he's wearing that same number six as we seen with Quezzy Bristol wore last year. We saw those photos of Quezzy up at Central Michigan, and he looks like he got into good shape, well, yeah. ready to play as a true freshman for the Chippewa shape. You go up there, you know, you get on them workout plans them college teams have for you, you get into good shape, man. They got that great tight additions up there as well, you know. Oh, we had movement up front, and I think it's finally going to be caught. The right tackle there for Lakeland Kathleen moved, and we're going to go ahead and march the Red Devils back. 7-12 to go in the third quarter. Kathleen on the march with a 9-7 lead, but facing a long third down here. I can't help but see so much of Booker in Kathleen. Do you, are you seeing something similar to what I'm seeing? I'm from, from doing the notes and the research and actually seeing it in person, I thought there were a lot of parallels, a lot of similarities between these two teams, but it just seems like Lakeland Kathleen struggles with what Booker struggled with the last few years. It just can't get out of its own way at times. You know, last year had a pretty stable running game, couldn't really throw the ball, meaning Booker, as you're seeing, Kathleen has a pretty stable running game, kind of can throw the ball a little bit, you know. So both teams very similar, being two different classifications, Booker being 5A, you know, Kathleen being 7A, but still very, very similar traits from both teams coming here tonight. I will say this, they have an advantage up front, and you're seeing it with the running game. Big offensive line for Lakeland Kathleen, one of the biggest that we see. We won't see many 5A offensive lines with the size that Lakeland Kathleen has. And again, that could come to the advantage of the Booker Tornadoes in the future. You know, playing in district play, not having the same size offensive line. as well. Well, I think you guys... Tonight. I think you guys saw it the last two seasons. Once you get through those first four or five games and we got into district play, we saw it two years ago when we made the trip out to DeSoto. They just turned it on. Mm -hmm. Jermaine Ziegler had that awesome game, and the Tornadoes were on their way to the playoffs. Harrison's throwing, looking down the right sideline. The ball's going to be out of bounds. Two Tornadoes on the coverage there. That's Kafala Rivers and Cameron Brewer. 
So this will be fourth and about 20 for the Kathleen Red Devils. You know, Derek, this is one thing that people don't think about at the high school level. If you've got a kicker like Gonzalez, why don't you just go ahead and attempt the kick, and as long as you get it to the end zone, Booker's got to start at the 20. Yeah, I mean, he's he obviously proven to us that he's got a strong leg at kicking it almost through the back of the end zone. Instead, Harrison's going to roll right, and he's going to overthrow the intended receiver out of the backfield. So the Booker defense taking its time, but finally coming up with a stop there, and the offense will enter the field. 7.01 to go in the third quarter. Booker trails 9-7. What was our biggest compliment for the Booker Tornado defense Bend, last year? Bend, but not break. Bend, but don't break, Craig Wiley. Exactly, and it's exactly what we just showed here. Giving up a few big chunks of run to Kathleen, bending a little bit, not breaking, able to get a turnover downs. Great job by the Booker Tornado defense. Ball will be spotted at the Tornado 31 as Benson and the offensive unit take the field for the first time here in the second half. And Tornadoes have run the ball effectively, had some great gains with the passing game. Benson's going to fire once again, and he fires complete. It's Hayes. Hayes once a, again. Five yards. Yeah. Like. A little swing pass is working to Hayes. Eventually, I think he's just going to get some space and just be able to take off and go up the sideline there, but that wasn't happening yeah, there. That may be a play we see break for a, you know, a good 50-yard touchdown this year. But how important is it that the Tornadoes are doing something on first down? Seems Very. like they're getting five, seven. I mean, the fact that we're even getting first downs this year, I mean, that was, that was a tough situation. Like Derek said, the first four games last year. Holding on to the ball, penalties, getting not getting first downs. It was everybody was just put, stepping on each other's foots all last year. Simmons with the run, nice. Still going to try to turn his feet and just going to be tackled just short of the first down marker. I tell you what, man, we might have a two-headed monster here. Yeah, running back. We're running back when it comes to Gwan Gordon and Simmons. You know, Marquavius Simmons, just because of the fact that Gordon, obviously that that forward nose runner. Straight to the hole, hits those holes hard. When it comes to Simmons, he's got that those moves to get in and out of those cuts. He's also fairly quick as well. So, third and one from the Booker forty-one, and they give it to Gordon. And Their Gordon's power got back. the first down. Still trying to get more yardage, and he's finally going to be whistled down. Even though he was never brought down at the forty-three yard line, good enough for a tornado first down with five thirty-six to go in the third quarter. Booker looking to overcome a 9-7 deficit against homestanding Lakeland Kathleen. I tell you what, Kona Heights hits the spot. I tell you, they might I as well sweating. be worldwide. I was sweating just a second ago. I am feeling great. I'm ready to call the second half of this game. And clock is now winding with the fresh set of downs for the Booker Tornadoes. Receiver to each side, two backs in the backfield with Benson. He's going to fake the handoff, looking to throw. Dodges one to right side defender. Of the room. Still on his feet. Still on his feet. Kind of taking a few steps back, but he should have that forward progress. Be interesting to see where they marked him because it looked like he got the midfield before stepping back, and it looks like they're going to mark this at the Tornado 47. So not a good a gain as we Oof. thought it could be. And I think that's Benson's problem. A lot of times, instead of lunging forward, he's cutting, looking cutting, to make cutting, that extra cutting. cut to make something additional happen. You know, obviously, Benson tends to make those rookie mistakes every now and again. You know, sophomore still got a few more years yeah, for the nation before he would have been six more player. yards up. So, second 
and a long six, we'll call it, from the 47. Benson again out of the shotgun. Going to fake the handoff, and you're going to call his own number. He's at Ooh, midfield great and just tackle. beyond midfield. Number 44 for Kathleen Red Devils getting the shoelace tackle. If he did not come with that tackle, Benson has that first down and probably more. So great job there by number 44 for the Kathleen Red Devils. I tell you, I really think that third-year offensive coordinator Willie Brown is calling a great game right I, now. I, you know what? I come. I was just going to say that earlier, Chad, and you, I'm, thank you that for reminding me. I completely agree. I mean, he's mixing and matching. And he's getting the first down calls for some passes, not sticking to the run. And, you know, I was told after this play, i go ahead and say it. Third and three, Gordon hit the line of scrimmage, then bounced to the right side and went outside to pick up the first down as he's tackled at the Kathleen 44, maybe the 43. We'll see where the mark is. It's going to be at the 44. Great job by Dewan Gordon. Sees that there's nothing in the middle, Bounces breaks it out, outside, yeah. uses the speed that he does have. He is a track, uh, track performer as well. So obviously uses the speed that he does have in there, gets to the outside, contains the first down, moves the change for the Book of Tornadoes. Try to catch him with something through the air here on this first and Absolutely. 10. Why not? I, I mean, mean, I see Glover lined up in the inside right there. Playing that tight end position right now, yeah. Craig yep. Wiley. And he's going to stay in the block as the handoff Simmons. goes to Simmons. Almost and another man, nice ten. gain by Simmons. I wonder where this big Arcadia Simmons kid came from, man. He is, just, he is in and out. He's very quick with his cuts. You know, one thing that I do say about some running backs, when they cut, they lose speed. With Simmons, he makes the cut, and he's, it's like he, it makes it's him like effortless gain speed. Almost, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost effortless how he does it. It's absolutely incredible. It's almost, if you get a chance to come check out the game over at Cardinal Mooney next week, please it's come. That Booker. I mean, yeah, right. Booker, my bad. Against Cardinal Mooney, right. my bad. Get it right. Yeah, we're not going back to Cardinal Mooney. <laughs> Never. If we do, we're going to go stand on the field and talk a whole bunch of spit. Maybe have a confrontation with the retiring athletic director after the game because he doesn't give your broadcast crew accommodation. Simmons all oh, misses the block. Benson does go down. If it makes you guys feel any better, I littered when we left. <laughs> How about the dudes at Cardinal Mooney that were drinking Bud Lights in the parking, parking lot? lot? Like, you're adults, man. That's hey, man. just horrible. I'm just letting you know, I'll be coaching football at GT Bray Park, and there's parents smoking weed in the parking lot during practice. Allegedly. Allegedly. We can smell it, though. Not None of your teams. No, 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 no. None of our players are not like that. <laughs> no, I mean, none of your team's fans. You're not recruiting right, then. <laughs> One forty-five to go in the third quarter as the clock is winding. Booker with a third and eight coming up here. Trailing nine to seven against homestanding Lakeland Kathleen. Ball at the 40-yard line. Benson's going to fake the give. Roll a little nice. bit to his left. Pick Back out to his Simmons. right. Looking for a receiver. Wide open, Jerron Glover. Wide open, Wide open at Glover. the eight-yard line inside the five. A big gain for the Tornadoes. Great eyes by Benson's hurt. Benson's hurt. Hopefully I think he's a, just cramping cramp. up. Hopefully it's a cramp. And, and tell you, great show of I was sportsmanship just about to say that, Chad. by the Lakeland Kathleen coaching staff. Here comes Kevin Eichhorn, our athletic director, right, guys, athletic it. trainer from the opposite sideline. But three Lakeland Kathleen coaches there to assist Cleve Mouse Benson, the sophomore quarterback. Yeah, it looks like it's just a cramp. Good, thank goodness, man. You know, we've seen Benson get, you know, a couple of head, uh, he got a head injury. 
in that uh, that playoff game towards the end of the season. Get that boy Kinda some pickle juice. Out. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's, he's, he needs to eat some pickles on this pregame meal. So he'll have to sit out a play for sure. Yep. 120 to go in the third quarter. Booker in business I mean, inside the Kathleen Five. I that, know Booker does have a backup quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. They have their JV quarterback up playing tonight. So, uh, yeah. Hey. You, at this point, you just need someone to, catch, to, to get to take the uh, snap and turn around and hand it to DeJuan exactly. Gordon. Benson going to walk off on his own power. Has a little bit of limp, but he's going to get into the force of a running. Now he is running. So it definitely was a cramp for Cleve Benson. So now we're going to look for that quarterback. I believe it's number 10. He looks like he's going to take over Helm here. Maybe it's DeJuan Gordon running a quarterback and he's going to call his own number. Who knows? So we should hear a lot from Gordon, Simmons, Hayes. Benson, the quarterback. Maybe we'll see a little okay, so Glover to cause Jacquez Jones. Jameer Hayes is with Coach Office Coordinator Willie Brown right now. So Jameer Hayes might be taking the snaps here. Have yet to get any indication. So we're just trying to guess in right now. You line up in the eye and you turn right around and you hand it to the tailback. Three times. We haven't seen Tornadoes line up in the eye once yet, but. We'll see if they operate out of the shotgun. Cleve mounts Benson, the sophomore quarterback for the Tornadoes, on the sideline Cramping right now up. with a cramp. Need some sodium. So Jameer Hayes will take it out of the shotgun, playing quarterback. Simmons as the tailback. It's going to run to his left, and he's going to get it. there for the touchdown. Effortless. And look, Mouse comes back out celebrate with his team. Well, he's going to have to hold here for the kick as it is a 13-9 Booker lead with 58.5 seconds to go in the third quarter of this kickoff classic at Kathleen High School. Wow, that, that third quarter went pretty quick. We'll see if they put 10 on the board for the fourth or if we play 12 as the third quarter started with 10 minutes on the clock. As we said, 58.5 seconds left. Well, the game did start late. Yes. No, you, what, what you said about, you know, both teams, you know, getting a slow start, Booker being delayed by traffic, we thought we were going to be late, and we beat the team here <laughs> by about 40 minutes. So <laughs> they didn't leave until way later than us. Rebello with the kick. Which Those was, kicks look absolutely great, which man. That makes it a five-point ball game. Which 14 to 9, Booker our, leads. Our 40 minutes were eaten up by uh, trying to figure out which parking lot we were <laughs> I know. To park we were either in. trying to get into this one, this one, and this one over here. <laughs> just let us park by the Ray Lewis Athletic Complex. Yeah, Come man. On. Just, yeah. Where's it, Ray at, man? Where, where is Ray Lewis? I want to get a picture. For real. I think you can count on a guy to come watch his old high school play. Gosh. I do the squirrel with him. You guys can videotape it. <laughs> the little Ray Lewis. Squirrel. I'm not going to lie. If I played for this team, if I was the line, if I was like the starting linebacker, I would have went to the fifty-yard line pregame and hit it on him. If I played for Booker, hit the just, Ray Lewis, yeah, just to like. Do you know that dance? Yeah, you don't know it by heart. Dude, he practices any hurricane that's ever had a celebration or a sack dance. Yes. What you know? I know about the third leg, Greg rap. <laughs> the controversial fourth floor boys or hey, what it was. Whatever gets your blood flowing, you know what I'm saying? That's all I got to tell you. My name is Greg. I got a third leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's out there. It's on the internet. So Rebello to kick off for the Tornadoes. 
his extra point following the three-yard touchdown run by Hayes, giving Booker a five-point lead at 14-9. 58 and a half seconds to go in the third quarter. Toe to leather. Another Bit nice of a kick. line drive kick is going to bounce at the 10. It's going to be picked up. Uh-oh. Oh, Down the sideline, the return strong. man goes. Got one man to beat, and that's going to happen. I don't see any flags either. A 90-yard no! touchdown run, excuse me, touchdown return on the kickoff. So just like that, Lakeland Kathleen taking a 15-14 lead with 52.1 seconds to go in the third quarter. Hard to believe that only 6.4 seconds come off the clock on a 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. That just happened. That's Usain Bolt speed right there. Yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't waste any time. That was a flashback to Jermaine Ziegler right there. So Gonzalez in for the extra point. And if I'm Lakeland Kathleen, little game situation planning here, you're up one. You, you should go for two. I would too. Make Absolutely. it a three-point ball game. We're going to get a last second so sub in. Call the timeout here and go for two if you're Kathleen. Somebody missed their spot. Hold is down. Kick is up. And it is good. So Lakeland Kathleen with the Gonzalez extra point kick taking a 16-14 lead. 52.1 seconds to go in the third quarter. Folks, if you're just tuning in, found a good time. We got a game. We, got a little bit we of haven't been able to say right that with a kickoff classic the other two seasons that we've done Booker football coverage. seconds left to go in the third. One quarter before we throw them fours up, gentlemen. Haven't thrown them fours up since about what? Basketball season. Basketball season. I did that at one of my games, and my girls looked at me like, what are you doing? I said... Fourth. That means Fourth, it's time to up. That means it's time to go go all in. Yes, sir. You gotta teach these field. kids. Gotta teach them young, man. When so, you find out who the heroes are. You know, one thing that I quarter. disliked about that whole kick return situation was, you know, one main thing that you do as a kick return special, especially on the as a headhunter, you protect the edges. Obviously, one of the most biggest issues right here on that play, Booker did not protect the edges to where number 19 had an open gate. He had one blocker, and he was to the house. Everybody so, was looking to attack that wedge. Absolutely. Something tells me that on Monday they will be figuring out where that edge is. <laughs> well, They will be learning where the edge is. That's another special teams breakdown. This has been this team's Achilles heel the past two seasons. Hopefully this does not manifest itself the rest of the way. It's the first game for everybody, right? You make this mistake once, and that's it. Get it out of the way. And I really like the looks of things with this Tornado team. More composed, better conditioned than they were the last two seasons at this point of the season. And it seems like everybody's bought in. Booker's Gonzalez. cheerleaders didn't make the trip, did they? Yeah, they did. Did they? Mm -hmm. Kickoff to the two-yard line. Hayes still on his feet looking he for has the sideline. Hayes coming up the middle of the field. Hey. Misses a tackle there, still on his feet as One he's going to the to right sideline. Two men to beat. He's Looking for that angle is the Kathleen defender, and they're going to bring Hayes down at the 15. Looks Flag like comes in afterwards. Collar. Looks like that might be a You know, we collar. talked about containing the edge. Neither team's failed to do that as Hayes finds a big hole, cuts it to the so, outside. So here's what the confusion was on the cheerleaders. You know how usually during the halftime they do the little, like, 
battle thing down they here? They did. Did they? I missed it. <laughs> you did miss it. <laughs> they I went didn't the Booker even, side and oh, did it. Oh, that's why they wasn't over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 Usually yeah. it's on the home side. Okay, so okay, I was okay. little... 36.3 seconds to go here in the third quarter. A great kickoff return by Jameer Haynes. Bit of an... Way to silence this crowd. Crowd was definitely on Lakeland Kathleen's side. I'm used to like the foul horse collar there. You're I'm used right. to like at our stadium, you know, the footballs get thrown up during halftime and all that stuff. We didn't get none of that over here. I was a little, maybe, <laughs> I was wanting to go down there and get some beads or something. First game of the season, man. Maybe they ain't got is, it yet. Is number 52 Ray Lewis's number retired? If that's the number he wore here. I don't know. Look on the roster. I would imagine so, right? No, there's a 52 right there. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him on the sideline there. I was just looking for I wonder him. what his high school number was. In yep, I see him. Probably like one yeah, or something like that. Yeah, like six like or that. something like that, yeah. yeah. Warren Sapp wore one at Miami. Handoff there. And ball pops loose. Does recover by the Tornado offensive lineman. And they look for the touchdown indication. I offensive lineman says it's a touchdown. That's number 54. That's Malik Shuley. He says he scored. Are they saying that you can't He's advance celebrating. A, a fumble? Maybe they're saying it's Booker. Clock is rolling. So no touchdown there, I guess. No dial. We still have first down on the dial on the down marker on the other side. All right, I guess we're, we're under ten seconds to go here in the third quarter. Touchdown! Touchdown! Finally called with seven. Offensive points. lineman scored a touchdown. Let's go, baby! Let's go! Clock finally stops. Clock stops with 7.6 seconds to go here in the third quarter. But Malik Scholey, the offensive lineman with the fumble recovery, and I think we all gasped when we saw that ball get popped out. <laughs> Malik is Johnny on the spot. We talked about, you know, Dewan Gordon's fumbleitis last season, and there it goes. A big hit to the ball, pops it right out of place. And again, I'm going to have to say, guys, what a great night for football. Thank you, Rain Gods, for letting us get a full game of football in. You delayed us a little bit, obviously, but right now, it's a beautiful night for football. Rabella to attempt the extra point kick. Snap down, kick up. Ain't we'll wait good. for the indication, but Craig Wiley guesses it, and he's right. <laughs> a little bit quicker than those officials there. So 7.6 seconds vision. to go until the fourth quarter. Booker with a 21-16 lead now. Thanks to the big kickoff return by Jameer Hayes. And then, thinking that disaster had struck, it is Malik Scholey rescuing the Tornadoes and coming up with the fumble. And I don't think we'll see the rest of the year an offensive lineman coming up with a fumble recovery in the end zone. I'm giving that dude a hug when I see him. He deserves my respect. Tell you what. Really some, some, some coaching gets done. for us? Some coaching, as yeah. far as the last two seasons, yes, but... Some coaching being done by that offensive line coach there saying, boys, you see the ball, you got to be an opportunist Absolutely, there. Hey, you know man. what was so funny is, is that lineman, he wanted that touchdown oh, yeah. too. He's oh, like, he was politicking for it. He's like, you saw me, I'm here. I think <laughs> it popped right into his hands, guys, because I didn't see it hit the ground at all. So Rebello waiting for the rest of his team setting up the ball here for the kickoff. We're getting... Looked up and down, uh, looked up and down by Uncle Sai, man. <laughs> he was just staring us down, man. Some gimmick infringement definitely going on there. Someone's stealing someone's look. We don't know who's holder, so. 
So the Duck Dynasty take, here at Kathleen High School. I'll take the push. <laughs> so here we go with Rebella getting ready to put toe to leather. Nice kick. Nice Ow. kick. It's going to be taken in the air around the nine-yard line. That corner. Return man looking for the sideline, trying to cut it up. Still on his feet and finally brought out of bounds. It's about the what the 40-yard line? I'm gonna say probably about the 35. We'll wait for him to mark it because there's all kinds of bodies over there on that opposite sideline. But we will go into the fourth quarter. It looks like for the first time in a kickoff classic in the three years that we've done Booker football, the Tornadoes with a fourth quarter lead. Up by five. You know. When I, once I heard, you know, what they were able to do in the uh, the, the uh, spring game against Northport, you know, it was a rainy day there. They couldn't play it that night. They had to wait for next Saturday, the next morning to play that game. You know, my dad said they ran the ball good. They threw the ball okay. Obviously, transitioning from then to now, still doing a pretty good job on both sides of the ball. Bending, don't break defense. Offensive line is good at first but still needs to work on that that uh, conditioning throughout the whole rest of the year because right now you know they started out great but you could tell they're getting tired fast what's well, humid here in florida too. it's been non-stop rain for about a month month and a half so that, that humidity is out there no Definitely excuses will. craig wiley i feel you i'm Not just saying anyway we could see steam coming up from the field right now are you sure I'm just joking. Oh, okay, I was about to say. <laughs> I got that 40-40 vision. As we begin the final 10 minutes here, ball will be spotted at the 35 of Lakeland Kathleen. Homestanding Red Devils trailing your Booker Tornadoes 21-16. The difference right now, the fumble recovery for a touchdown by offensive lineman Malik Scholey giving Booker a 21-16 lead after Kevin Rebello's third extra point of the night. You think that was his first ever touchdown in his career? Absolutely. Absolutely it was. Oh, oh we got movement up front. Uh, can, can we get a flag? So finally they're going to call that foul on the right guard there for Lakeland Kathleen. Maybe five seconds after the fact that he moved, but glad that they caught it anyway. Why you eyeballing me? So going to be pushed back to the 30-yard line. First and 15 for Kathleen. I'm leaving that one on side. Fakes the handoff. Harrison still on his feet. Wrap up and tackle the ball carrier, Looks guys. Like he got brought down by big number 99. Who we don't have on the roster. We go as high as 58 on our roster. <laughs> Where did you get that official roster from? Got that from Coach Baraka oh, on okay. Saturday. Okay. So I had the pronunciations there for you guys. Okay. So the white jerseys tonight, I think, do kind of throw something up because we've noticed, depending on the jersey that the Tornadoes wear, players could wear different numbers. Flag thrown right away. Holding. Hopefully Holding. this comes back as the wow. Lakeland Kathleen ball the carrier carries about five Tornado defenders with him inside the Booker 45 to the Booker 44. False start on Lakeland Kathleen, or I should say a legal procedure. There are probably six men on the line of scrimmage. Penalties have not been on the good side of the Lakeland Kathleen Red Devils this night. It's Lakeland Kathleen making the pre-snap penalties that yeah. have been an Achilles heel of the Booker Tornadoes the past two seasons. You know what that means, man? It's just showing a little bit more discipline that this Tornado team is having throughout their summer, summer workouts coming into the start of this season. You know, you're getting a little bit more subs out there. It looks like 
Number 23, Liam O'Malley's making his first appearance on defense tonight. And, and truly the third full season of the Atkins era. Absolutely. Trust the process. Another great run by the running back for Kathleen. He's able to get about, I would say, a good seven yards, maybe six. So it's going to be about third and four here. Love to see the defense step up here and come up with a big-time stop. Got to make plays in the fourth quarter, whether it's a kickoff classic or the regular season. Absolutely. See what the Tornado defense has. And that's going to be another false start, I believe. Yes, it is on Kathleen. Another pre-stat penalty for this Red Devil team. Going to keep sticking themselves in the foot all night long. You can just see the frustration there on, from the Lakeland Kathleen players. I mean, there's just nothing but frustration when it comes to those two. I mean, consistently having, what, three or four penalties on this one drive, Chad? Yep. Third and eight now for Kathleen. We're approaching eight and a half minutes to play. Apparently, Derek's Kona ice has worn off as he's uh, <laughs> seeked refuge in the air conditioner. Y'all can hear me, right? I think a little play almost yeah. broken up right away by the tornado. Great defense. tackle by number 18. Not on I the think that's Jacquez Jones. He wore 18 last that's year. That's what he's I'm thinking. That's eight right now. Yep. I think that's Jacquez Jones. That makes a lot of sense as Benson's wearing eight tonight. Ball at the 35-yard line right now. What is We're going to have Jacquez Jones come back to receive the punt. Yeah, I think that's Jacquez Jones. He still has that same similar body spilled. I think, I, I think so. Gonzalez on to punt. Jones with his heels at the Booker 20. Under seven and a half minutes to play here in regulation. And more Kathleen players coming onto the field. So we're still waiting. A whole bunch of sub formation switches by this Kathleen Red Devil team. I was going to say, we got to be close to this, the play clock there. And that's going to be another penalty. Yes, it is. Delay a game on the Red Devils. Four penalties on this drive. It's got to cut at that. That's you got to have to work on that for the rest of the season. You cannot continue to have that to happen. It all starts with the, at that point, the offensive line. They, they switch formations like three times. And again, they're doing the same thing it's again. It's a punt. It's, it's a on. punt. <laughs> so now everybody's going to be in tight. Essentially two up men. Snap gets back to Gonzalez successfully. Gets the punt off. Fair catch called for by Jones at the 35. So seven minutes even to play in regulation. Booker taking possession at its own 35 with a five-point lead, 21-16. And this is where you'd like to see the Booker offense put it all together, put together a nice seven-minute drive, maybe put one on the end zone again but you got to make sure the ball does not get back to Lakeland Kathleen with it being just a five-point ball Absolutely. game. Absolutely. I say you could just continue to run the ball and maybe throw it, throw it once to get a couple more first downs, but possibly at this point right now, you just got to run, keep stuffing that ball, and hopefully you can get first downs from your running backs. Steady dose of Gordon and Simmons here until they stop it? Yeah, I, I would say so. 
Absolutely, just because of the fact that, you know, Gerard Gordon has ran the ball pretty effectively tonight. Same with Simmons. And, you know, they've been able to get those first downs as fast as they could and efficient as they could. And that should be encroachment, if I'm not mistaken. That's what the official closest to us is saying, and, and that's, that's what the what White Hat yes, says. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. You know, once you get that defensive lineman to jump and get you off sides and uh, get you to jump, yeah, he's sleeping. <laughs> But a great job by the Booker offensive line by staying still, making sure they remember the snap count. So first and five from the 40-yard line of the Tornadoes. And we've got a different quarterback in there. Yes, this is the JV quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. That is number 20. We have I, him as Rashad I Bryant. know who it is. I just don't remember his last name. His name's Christian. He played for the JV team last year. He was their running back. He's the redhead. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's the redhead. I know exactly who that is. So, great job. Nice pickup there. Yeah. So, we were thinking that we'd see mostly the starters here on what we were hoping to be the final drive of the game for the Tornadoes so who lead the homestanding Red Devils 21-16. I do believe this is the JV quarterback who I did see in practice. He does have a somewhat efficient arm, but great move, in my opinion, by the coaching staff. I, you know, you get Cleve Benson, you keep your starters, you move them off to the side. Another handoff there to Christian. He's going for the sideline. He needs to be going north and south there instead of trying to go east-west, though. Just cut it up and get the game so that you can. So used to trying to do that first down on that first run. Obviously, looked like he lost a yard there, if I'm not mistaken. I, he probably should have had about a five-yard pickup there. Instead, it's going to be about one, it looks Just like. Just like you said, keep north and south, man. You could have got a, a nice pickup there. So approaching six minutes to play here in regulation, Booker with a 21-16 lead over Lakeland Kathleen. 5.54 left to go here in the fourth. Second and 10 for the Booker Tornadoes. Looks like a couple of defensive players switched to the offensive side playing receiver as well. Almost bobbles the snap there, comes up with it. Hold on to that ball. And so beyond midfield, just barely into Lakeland Kathleen territory. It's going to bring up third and a long eight for the Tornadoes. I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to run here again. Take Get as much time as you can off that clock. 5.18 to go here in regulation. Clock continuing to tick. Maybe they put it in the air. I'm not... I'm, I think you got Ron Glover at running back right now. Ron Glover did a little movement. And that's who they hand it to, and he's going to get to the outside, pass the stick, still on his feet. This could be six, wow. and it is. 49-yard touchdown Dagger. run for Ron Glover, who opened the scoring with a nine-yard touchdown reception. A big play sophomore for the purple and gold. Ron Glover is going to be a huge contributor to this Tornado team. Just like Chad said, just like Craig said, Get used to hearing Cleve Benson to Ron Glover or Ron Glover out the backfield because clearly this kid could show he could do it over in the air and on the ground. Rebello to come out and kick what? We got three players on the, on the field right now for the Tornadoes. <laughs> three players. And you would look how slow that offensive lineman is to get out there. You would think after a play like that from Glover that you would have guys running on That's the shield. That's Robinson. That's the senior offensive lineman. I'm going to have a few words for him as well. He's supposed to be a leader. It's another guy who got a, a holding penalty earlier, or an offsides penalty earlier, who didn't know the snap. you got to set an example in front, Sheed. 
So 4.51 to go and a 49-yard touchdown run by the sophomore Jerron Glover gives Booker a 27-16 lead. Rebella looking to add to it as he attempts his fourth extra point kick of the night. Can we get my man Rebella some smaller shoulder pads? Ooh, and that looked like that was a laces in. Kick is blocked, but they were through the line of scrimmage by the time the ball was placed on the ground by Benson. So it remains an 11-point contest at 27-16. Great job by Ron Glover, seeing that outside corner, hitting the boosters, getting to the next level, making sure nobody was going to catch him. Great job by the offensive line by containing some blocks as well, man. So we have seen a, a lot of improvements from what we've seen last year. And, man, I promise you what, Chad, we had this offensive line, in my opinion, last year in last year's playoff game, we win that game nine times out of ten. So because clearly Vincent goes hurt, gets hurt, because of lack of uh, lack of push from the offensive line, and then you get L. Arnold back there who essentially makes plays on his feet, kind of like Benson does, to keep them in the game the entire time. We called it during that game in the playoffs at Lakewood where we were saying, if it comes down to it, put Quezzy Bristol on the line. Yeah, absolutely. Put Tony Register on the line. They were doing nothing towards the end of that nope. game. And like you said, we lost Malice Benson in that game to an injury, mostly due to a lack of protection at the time. It was like as soon as Benson and Malice got hurt, the whole life of the Tornadoes were sucked out as soon as he got hurt. Well, and the, they just depended so much on the defense that game after yeah. putting 30 points on the board against Cardinal, Cardinal Mooney. the week before, absolutely. I mean, truly a breakout game against Cardinal Mooney, and then you took a step backward in the playoffs. I mean, remember, we had a 7-4 win at Southeast that wasn't sealed mm -hmm. until Arnold did come up with an interception, and he just wouldn't fall down. That was a sloppy game, too, oh, man. Was a, that was such a tough game to call and watch at the same time. Rebella nice with another nice line drive, and that's oh going to be a touchback as it bounced at the five-yard line into back? the end zone. That's the first touchback I think we've, we've had seen. in three years. Yeah. From the Tornadoes. We've seen plenty of visiting kickers We've do got it. an offensive lineman touchdown tonight. we got a touchback tonight. Four extra points kicked. Man. So, you think, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> They're saying. i tell you what. Robello, he has gotten better and better Throughout as the, the night has progressed. And obviously, he's getting the hang of it. You know what? One thing I've noticed about him that he was doing, he's doing that Andy Vasquez Lopez did not do. Vasquez Lopez had a consistency of bringing his head up mm -hmm. and watching that kick sail through. Now, Rubello, he's consistently continued to keep his head down, and that's one of them. It's just like golf, man. You've got to continue to watch that ball. Don't wait. Don't see where your shot's going. See, where, see, watch that club hit the ball. Same with your foot. Watch your foot hit the ball. Get it through the uprights, man. Trailing 27 to 16, Lakeland Kathleen takes over at its 20. Give to the tailback, and he's going to carry some tornado defenders with him to about the 26-yard line. Probably Four. about the 27. 441 left to go here in the fourth. You better not say that. You better never say that on <laughs> That's these That's why I stopped. I stopped. I was like, 441, man, 441. Another handoff, and it's going to be a first down and more. He's still chopping his feet there. Teron Bennett with the initial hit eventually finishes off the Lakeland Kathleen ball carrier. Ball's going to be spotted at the Kathleen 37. Clock should wind here shortly, and it does. 4.22 remaining in regulation. Booker with a 27-16 lead. Man in motion going 
from the quarterback's right to left. Now two receivers there to the left. Now another man in motion going left to right. Quarterback's going to keep it himself after faking the handoff to the man in motion. I hate when quarterbacks do that. They're, they're running, they're running, and they do that complete stop just to make one person miss, and they get lit up from behind. I dislike that when they do that. Stay moving forward. Ball's going to be placed at the 46-yard line of Kathleen. Second and one. Approaching three minutes and 30 seconds to play in regulation. Harrison looking for a man over the middle. Liam O'Malley! Oh! I thought O'Malley took it from the receiver. Instead, he just <laughs> delivers the hit and makes sure that the pass falls incomplete. I'm getting on O'Malley after that, too. I got three players I'm going to talk to after this game. Hopefully, we don't have more to add to your list as we got three minutes and 27 seconds oh, left in regulation. O'Malley talked to me. Oh, I was at a lot of JV games last year, and O'Malley was on the JV team, and he talked to me about how many times Coach Man almost had so many interceptions. I was like, yeah, almost is the key word. Come up with the ball before you could tell me you almost got one. Out of the shotgun give to the running back. And he's got a first down, much, much more. Probably he about bruiser. 12 yards beyond the stick. End of Booker territory at the 41. 23 and 33 are both bruisers in the backfield. And that was number 31, actually. They got a, a select few of bruisers on this team who are not afraid to hit that hole and keep, keep them legs moving. Defense is going to have to make something happen here. Lakeland Kathleen just marching right now. Another great right through run. these arm tackles. Great job. What? Did they hit Brewer there with a flag? They're going to call it a horse collar. When he completely, oh, He wrapped around gosh. the shoulders. That's it was a terrible call. It was a poor form tackle, but it's not a foul. Such a terrible call. Yeah, they're calling a horse collar, looks like. He didn't even grab the back of his shoulder pad. Tell you, it's never easy in the fourth quarter, let alone on the road. Kickoff classic regular season playoff is doesn't matter. Come on, Russ. I thought you guys wanted to go home. So ball going to be placed at the 20 of the Tornadoes. 2.54 to go in regulation. Lakeland Kathleen trails by 11, but the Red Devils are on the march. Harrison out of the shotgun gives to the running back once again. Tornadoes bottle that up a little bit. Gain of a few there for Kathleen. Hey, whoever big boy is keeps losing his shoe. We need to talk, teach him what a double knot is. <laughs> you loop him, you swoop him, and you pull. I thought it was the bunny ears. No, nah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Harrison, that's another lateral and it's actually going to go out of bounds, and that's where they should mark the football. Should be third down right there, right around the, I want to say like the 23-yard line, but instead they're just going to say it's a straight-up pass. That looked like the lateral that Booker picked up for a fumble recovery in the first half. So third and a long seven for Kathleen. They're going to hand it off once again. Ball carrier is met. About two yards beyond the line of scrimmage, bringing up fourth and a long four. So we approach two minutes to play here in regulation. Lakeland Kathleen trails by 11, 27 to 16. And this will be the ball game right here. Fourth and four from the Booker 15. 
looking for a play from the sideline. Quarterback has it. He's breeding out of the shotgun. Tailback now moves to his side. Looking left is the quarterback. He's being chased. He goes to his right. Not going to be able to throw the ball, and he's going to be tackled at the 12-yard line, and that should be good enough for the Booker defense. Always have to wait for a spot when you're on the road, but they're already moving the dial marker ahead on the opposite sideline to first down for the Tornadoes. Should have an easy, even 90 seconds to play here in regulation. Couple knees and we'll be out of here, boys. Looks like a kickoff classic win for the purple and gold. And on the road, nonetheless, here in Polk County, where there is some great football played from the likes of Frostproof and Fort Meade all the way up to the top dog, the Lakeland High Dreadnoughts. But to come all this way, the rainy conditions, a late start. Tornado team showed us a lot on the field. They showed us a lot. Extreme disaster here tonight. You know, I got the call from Dad. Hey, we just left the school at 5:30. Oh man, you know, coming here late, not getting enough time to warm up. Which thankfully, you know, they did get enough time to warm up able to come out here with a little bit of firepower. You know, I feel like that first drive set the tone really well, man. I think it did. That's got to be a freshman or a coachman. It's got to be offsides. They call procedure there on the Tornadoes. Okay. So. so the kid jumps and makes him jump. Okay. And it looks like offensive players are going to get some reps here. We're not going to have Benson come in and take a knee. We're still going to stay with the previous quarterback. Why not, man? This is plenty of experience for some young guys who are, haven't get a chance to play for another week or so. So, you know, get them a chance to end the game and maybe maybe they can make a play. Ron Glover with a nine-yard touchdown reception, a 49-yard touchdown run to cap the scoring. Jameer Hayes with a four-yard run and an offensive lineman, Malik Scholey, recovering a fumble in the end zone for the Tornadoes. I don't know who the ball runner was there, Chad. Didn't really tell. I think it's a double-digit number. And it was number 15. 35, Jose Narango. And Jose is listed as a defensive back. <laughs> we'll have a better roster next week. Looks like he's playing that fullback slash running back role. And Tornado fans, please welcome anybody associated with Cardinal Mooney High School. Great rival of ours. We'll see him next week. Glad that the rivalry is being played again. Seems like they ducked and dodged us for about 15 years, only playing us sparingly. But let's get that back on the books because I don't think Paul Meckley is the type that would back down from a city rival. So we've got 38 seconds left to go here. And a third down. So this should be the final play, I would think. Play clock is kept on the field by the officials. So we should have one final snap, and then we'll be able to head back to Sarasota. Your Booker Tornado is putting together a great effort. And that should do it as the ball carrier is tackled for a small loss. Six seconds, five, four, three, two, one. And that'll do it. The Tornadoes going on the road all the way to Polk County and coming away with a 27-16 victory here at Johnny Johnson Stadium on the campus of Kathleen High School in Lakeland. A 7A opponent at that. So a lot of people thought 
Our schedule's a little bit weaker than it's been in previous years. Just took on a 7A playoff team from last year and came away with an 11-point victory on the road. That is progress right there, Chad Brockoff. I mean, talk about some 7A teams in our area, Manatee, Braden River. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on about who teams that we don't get to see. But, you know, we played Braden River last year. We kind of held on to them a little bit, but they did end up beating us two years before that. They just stomped us in Tornado Alley. On a Monday so, night. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's just good to see them come in here. Like Chad said, late, you know, it's a rainy, sloppy night, and they still come in here with some great both sides of the ball play, and they were able to get the victory here tonight. Ron Glover, the sophomore wide receiver, opening the scoring with a nine-yard touchdown reception from sophomore quarterback Cleve Benson. We have Malik Scholey with a fumble recovery in the end zone. Jameer Hayes with a four-yard touchdown run and a 49-yard touchdown run on his first carry from the backfield by Ron Glover caps the scoring and the scoreboard is off, but before it was turned off, <laughs> it said the visiting team, or excuse me, guest right there, the purple and gold of your Booker Tornadoes 27, Lakeland Kathleen 16. So got a game in, we're successful, a lot of momentum going into next week, that regular yes, season is. opener against Cardinal Mooney. I tell you what, man, you come into this game, you play very well on the road, wouldn't you love to come in Tornado Rally, your first home game of the season, your first home game of the regular season? City opponent. Your city opponent, and you just wipe the floor with them. It's going to be easier said than done as Ryan Boldick, the quarterback for Cardinal Mooney, who missed the final five and a half games last year, will be back in action. And he's getting interest from all types of schools, from D2s, 1AA's to 1A's. And I think with more game film this year, Ryan's definitely going to have a couple of power five offers there from those conference schools. And we'll see what Cardinal Mooney has. But Booker putting together a great effort on this first Friday night of the high school football season. One week into the school year, 2019-2020 school year begins with a 27-16 victory over Lakeland Kathleen. Guys, MVPs of the game, if you have a couple, definitely understand that because a nice effort tonight by the Purple and Gold. Well, we got to go with the, the basic standout. I mean, and I want to say this because I know you guys are going to say the other, but I'm going to say Cleve Benson. I think he's, he, comp he composed himself very well tonight. He led by example, didn't really get too frustrated. I know the past couple years, or last year, seen a lot of frustration for Cleve. You know, whether he wasn't getting the great blocks that he needed, but now, you know, he played a great game. He made some smart decisions with the ball in his hand. He threw the ball well. He ran the ball well. Just an absolutely great overall game by Cleve Benson, and I'm happy to see him at the helm doing exactly what he's supposed to do. So I'm going with Cleve Benson. We'll get a medical update from the coaching staff, but Benson should be fine. Just a case of cramps. He was able to come in and hold for the last extra point there, so he should be fine. I didn't see Kevin Eichhorn, the athletic trainer for the Tornadoes, tending to too many people, so I think we got out of this one fairly unscathed. Craig Wiley, give me a couple standout performers in your eyes tonight. Uh, definitely got to go with Ron Glover. I mean, he, he you know came up big on the, ca the catch for the touchdown. Huge, huge run there right towards the uh, end of the game to score that last touchdown. Um, Not to mention the, the run he or the pass he had when it got called back. I, I'm actually going to give you another one. Hit me. The kicker. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Craig Kevin Wiley. Kevin Yes. For before uh, Ford made 
extra points or, or is it three? I'm sorry. Had that one block three there, so it's not on extra him. Yep. points. You know, we haven't seen if he could actually kick. You know what I'm but saying? But I think the MVP part of him, though, was the kickoffs. Absolutely. Yes. You know, that first kickoff was kind of shaky, but he progressed throughout the entire game, and his last one was the best one. Mm -hmm. I'll give you one from the defensive line, and that's a bright spot. Somebody we hadn't seen in the previous two years of doing these games, and that's defensive lineman, a senior, Isaiah Williams tonight. Kind of looked like Quezzy Williams wearing that number Transfer. six there. So, you know, we'll see if he can play anywhere close to the caliber that Quezzy played for for two years fill. throughout the course of two seasons. But a lot of positives, a lot of smiles here in this press box as we look at the Booker staff talking to the players right now. You can't help but walk out of here with a victory, man. Nope. I mean, it's going to make the drive home a lot better. <laughs> i tell you what. And we're going to go ahead and start that drive right away as we're going to pack up and get out of here. Appreciate you joining us from Johnny Johnson Stadium on the campus of Kathleen High School here in Lakeland. Chad Brockoff, Craig Wiley, and the second-generation Tornado, Derek Fugers. Tonight, the Booker High Tornadoes claiming a 27-16 victory over homestanding Lakeland Kathleen in the kickoff classic. Thanks once again. We'll see you next week when Cardinal Mooney comes to Tornado Alley for the regular season opener.